Whether you just finished cutting the grass or the pit is lit and you're trying to get lit too, nothing pairs better with an ice cold beer than Beady Wheaties Michelada Mix. And don't just settle for any old Michelada either. Beady Wheaties is always made fresh with the freshest ingredients. There's eight different flavors to pick from and pick up locations throughout the valley reaching from South Padre Island to Edinburgh. Want a snack while you sip? Be sure to ask about the olives and the shrimp soaking in the delicious mix. Be sure to follow Petey Wheaties Michelada Mix on TikTok, Instagram, and Facebook to stay up to date on new flavors, merch, and more. Petey Wheaties Michelada Mix, the official Michelada of the 9.56 ABV podcast. Cheers! up everybody welcome back to another episode of the 956 abv podcast normally i fill in that part but i am announcer and not announcer today <laughs> but uh yeah man uh andy had to sit this one out guys so today it'll just be oscar and i uh joined by a very special guest we've got chef jesse castellon in the What's up, what up, what up? What's up, dude? Shit, man. Super dope to have you on, man. It's it's pretty exciting. I, I haven't sp- spoken to you in like quite a bit. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's been a while. Yeah, and... and we always kind of kept in touch. Yeah, I always... Uh, somehow... It, I mean, as much as I hate admitting it, social media, man. I mean, it's yeah. it's there for, for, for yeah. a good reason. Make sure we're okay. Yeah, make sure we can all check in on each other. Yeah, totally. And then talk shit behind their backs. Like, oh, did you like, see this fat guy? He got real fat. Wait, I did. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm saying just like in no, general. No, but No, nah, dude. I think we all did, man. That's just age and beer it's for me. Extra leverage to the loving. Yeah. Like, we get love handles, too. The women don't, like, they fail to understand that they grab back, you know, because I felt them grab me, and I'm just like, okay. Like, that's, that's what they're for. <laughs> I'm here trying to lose my, my handles for them. I'm not going to do that no more. Sleep a little, a little handle. For sure. Yeah, man. So, uh, actually, and then to come in with the episode, we, we came in with IFV, man. Uh, actually, your band from what? Early 2000s. Early 2000s, right? Yeah. That's crazy, nice. dude. And it was you and your brothers. Me, my brother Cloud, my brother Ray, and our friend Rudy and guitar. Yeah. That's crazy, bro. And, like, what a just coincidence like y'all you don't have no sisters i have three older sisters three older sisters not the punk at all not oh wow okay <laughs> they probably hate it <laughs> yeah, they're just like whatever what what kind of music are they into typical tex-mex cumbias and I know what yeah, yeah, I mean, you know you know I'm, I'm 40 so we grew up in the early 90s so it was all about selena and la mafia, oh, okay. and, la mafia Mas and, and all that yeah totally i knew all about it because you know, there was those there but i'd just be in the back like oh tired of listening like yeah let's turn it off I, yeah i mean now as an adult like i have a big soft spot for it but because it yeah, brings back nostalgic totally. vibes for sure yeah. you know like so 
I mean, it, I have a little soft spot now, but back yeah. in the day, I was like, don't play yeah, none no, of that, man. Get that out of here. Yeah. I just went to Vegas with my my wife for her birthday, and it was my suegra's birthday, and we took her to go see Los Bukis oh, in Vegas. Oh, that's what's up, man. And it was, you know, and I don't know, I was like, what are they singing? I mean, I, I know who they are. Yeah. But I'm trying to remember what they say. I'm like, oh, they have all these love songs. Yeah. Like, like novella songs. type shit. Yeah, and, and, and uh, man, I showed up, dude, and I was like, what is going on? <laughs> like I'm in the Raiders stadium, like at the Legion stadium yeah. in Vegas and I'm on the third like level and it's completely packed. Jeez. And dude. it's like every, it's like packed. I need like everybody's like, like sardines, man. And I didn't, I freaked out. I'm like, well then who's working the restaurants? Like, right. <laughs> All like, like everyone else is here. Like, yeah, man, yeah, totally. And, but it was, a, it was a, it was a super fun show. And it was very nostalgic. Like my, you know, my swagger and I were having yeah. a good time and stuff like that. You know, that's so cool. Yeah, man. it was cool. Should so, imagine. I, I, I even, I even walked out What's and got like a bootleg bookie shirt. That's like all black with like gold bookies. Oh, like, that yeah, sounds good. I'll, I'll, I'll take that one. The bootleg one. Like, those are even better. bro. Yeah. It was yeah. even better than one inside. It was all, it's all like shiny gold across. I was wearing it the other day and people were like hey chick what hey where'd you get like, that, where'd shirt? You get that? Yeah. yeah man like freaking out like why are you wearing that shirt? <laughs> <laughs> that's cool man but it was fun and uh so as far as music like what like i mean obviously it was punk right the band was yeah. uh punk rock but uh what was like some influences like you know that you got you into punk um just like man i was like probably like sixth grade and like I knew Rudy, yeah, and he was into a bunch of like metal and alternative music. You know, grunge was big, yeah. And I did not like. I was like not about it. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I was already listening to like Nine Inch Nails, like, like more alternative album, yeah, but not like. And like I like Weezer and Green Day, of course. I was like twelve, you yeah, know, whatever. But like, but I loved like dark and hard stuff. Like I was, I got real into Pantera. Like I was like, damn, and White Zombie, White Zombie. So yeah. I had like a mix of stuff I was really into. But I always had like this soft stuff for like punk. I loved like Rancid, Operation Ivy, Screeching yeah. Weasel, Dead Milkmen, like weird stuff like that. And I was just like, oh man, I really, really like that. And and those are all like good like bands like from that time. Like they're like yeah, they they, they, they made out. that that yeah. time. You know, like yeah, what it, it was. was easy to get because I mean the valley down here at the time it was hard to get some like cool stuff you know yeah. I mean? like it was like okay we had to order those columbia house cds and <laughs> like 12 never, for a dollar yeah them. yeah just, like, <laughs> order whatever's on there like a bunch of crap and then well with punk like there there's more like it's more on the underground side too so it's even harder even if you do have like a catalog or a yeah, way to get into yeah. it like it's still gonna be a kind of a bitch you know yeah, like, some, sometimes you'd find a magazine where you can like order stuff and yeah. order just random like oh i don't know what this is like so, and sometimes you would find like cool so like that's how i found like fear and like seven seconds yeah like a this magazine but then all of a sudden i started getting like these me and me and the guys would get these tapes that were like singles like Oh, like by record labels, like oh, like, like compilations. And yeah, shit. just yeah. like oh, check out these bands. Like there was one band, uh, Humble Gods, and like Generation X. Like they were coming out, and we were getting like singles of their tapes from the record. That's been. That was kind of cool. We're like, we're punk. Yeah, <laughs> now we're punk. Guys. Now we're punk, dude. We're getting tapes in the mail. Like, no, oh. I think the least punk thing that got me into punk, like got you bad, yeah. was a compilation CD yeah, yeah. from from Hot Topic, bro. Hey, man. It's, but, but, I mean, it, work, you know? it had the casualties, it had yeah, the virus, yeah, and yeah. I'm just like, yeah, like, like that. the Yeah, like, like all that genre of like, kind of like that hardcore. That like street like, punk yeah, type uh, shit. Yeah, and yeah, I was just like, good. okay, like, yeah. all right. Like, this is not Blink-182 <clears throat> or Green Day type shit. And like, I already knew 
that there was a difference in that yeah. punk. Like I knew that wasn't punk, yeah. you know, like but and, and I liked all like punk genres. Like, I was I wasn't a shit. hater to like blink. Yeah. You know, I had like Cheshire Cat and stuff like that. But I also had like subhumans and I ah, had the subhumans stuff like that. You know what I mean? Like the queers um, were fun. Yeah, too. The, yeah, the queers and all that stuff. Like I had like I liked all the genres of pun. I didn't, I, I didn't like hate like single out. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I was never like, because I was like, well, I kind of like it all. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, and why me, am I gonna- like, I liked it, but I didn't want to let myself like it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, like, when the Screamo type shit started coming out, I just couldn't. Mm-mm. I couldn't. Yeah. And okay. And then even if I found a song that was like, I was kind of like tapping my foot or something. I'm like, no, don't. Like, fuck that shit. It's gay, you know? Like, yeah. and like, now is it like now like i hear some and i'm like yeah it's all right you know like it's not yeah, too bad yeah, yeah. i, I there's, never like pearl jam and now i'm like all right i like you, pearl you know jam. even even my wife freaks out my wife's super into like a lot of like goth music and like old school Susie and the banshees and mm-hmm. like you know but she also loves like prince and like cool stuff like that you know that's what, probably why we get along but there's a lot of punk she fucking doesn't like you know what I mean? She hates rap. Oh, I can't stand the way he sings. Oh, t- I even yeah. took her to go see her it's, one It's a hit or miss, time. man. You know, she loves, like, way Lars and some songs that he sings. Yeah. But she's like, oh, dude, I don't even want to hear it. And I'm like, what, what are you talking about? Yeah. You know what I mean? So there's stuff that she doesn't like. And she freaks out that I like. You know, you're like, why are you listening to, like, No Use for a Name? I'm like, dude, No Use for a Name is badass. They're badass, yeah. Like, oh, but that's all, like, lovey-dovey stuff. I'm like, I have a heart, too. I right, love, I love you, don't I? Or like the like the yeah, Get Up yeah. Kids, dude. I like the Get Up Kids. Yeah, a lot. yeah, they're not, yeah, that's like that. Bad. That's yeah, like yeah. indie type shit. But like, I fuck with it. Like, it's cool. The chords, like I yeah. tried learning. Like, it's re- pretty complex. But but, but even other stuff that's more complex, like strung out. She's like, oh, yeah, that's terrible. because oh. it's like complicated, yeah. more complicated punk. And or like at the driving propaganda. She was like, what oh, is? okay, yeah, like, no. like propaganda is like old school, like badass music, like very melodic and stuff. Yeah. And she hears it, she's like, that's that's like trash or like dead kennedys <laughs> dude like people will say like oh that's noise but like it's see but she it's loves pretty good she loves like, dead kennedys because okay. she loves jello biafra because of ministry and all the lard and stuff like yeah. that like uh, yeah so that that's a whole other thing oh no him he's cool <laughs> you know because that's not <laughs> he's cool he in my book you know what i mean yeah, yeah exactly yeah it's his side projects but even just like their sound like like a lot of high like a lot of mids it's yeah, very man, crunchy it's yeah. and yeah, loud and it's not normal drumming either it's yeah like, like crazy super like, weird yeah. and then well another weird drummer i forget his name from minor threat dude like yeah, that totally guy was fucking yeah. fast like yeah. i had a dvd where like it was old live performances I couldn't believe like I'm like imagine how many times he can whack off in a day with that hand <laughs> like there's one band that reminds me like what you're saying was this band uh, that I got into uh because they ha- and see and I like the Ataris like stuff like that too oh yeah the Ataris so, okay but you know you're gonna get hate oh you're not a fucking hardcore punk band like you know like like when I was like in 13 don't 15. let Eric Fly hear that no man. no yeah no but I went to the Atari shows when they were here yeah but there was a split with them in this band called Useless ID they're from Israel and. I was like, well, let me check it out. And it, it, I was like, dude, they're better than Atari's. Like, they're badass. And the drumming was like, the drummer, I was like, I don't even, I can't even like, it was very like, uh, like technical drumming. That's cool. like, and it was just really cool, emo, melodic punk. And the songs were only one minute. So it was like a compilation of like Atari's in them. So all the Atari songs were like one minute long, like just fast, 30 seconds, 45 seconds. Straight to the point. And, and so were the uses ID ones. So you had like 10 songs of them, just. Badass. And then like every song was like that, but everyone was really good from yeah. the uses ID part. So I got into them and then like, I got to see them one time and then I go see the Atari's. 
the last time they played, remember when they still had smoking North Aces North? Oh North, yeah, yeah. Whatever you know, uh-huh. um, they came and played like one more time, and there was a guy playing the acoustic guitar, and I'm like, dude, that's a singer from Youth Society, yeah. and I and I went up to him like, dude, you're Yotam from Youth Society, and he's like. You're like the only guy who knows. <laughs> You're the yeah. only guy who knows who I am. <laughs> you get a T-shirt. So he gave me like a. It just says Yotam Ben Horn, like his name, and there's like a rabid raccoon, like saliva coming out of his mouth. That's like, fire. Yeah. So, but it's like you, it's weird meeting them like randomly. Like, dude, why are you just standing on the bar playing acoustic useless ID songs? Yeah. And he told me, you know who useless ID? Is? <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. You, you've heard of them? I'm like, dude, and, and I and then he freaked out because I told him, yeah, man. You did a split with a band called Manhunter from Israel. They played at the VFW. So when I saw them at VFW, remember how it always been super random yeah. back in the day? Like random ass bands would play at VFW and stuff. And who was bringing them down in those days? It was a, it was a bunch. Of, it was like it Just was different Adam promoters. Right? Or it was Roly. Roly like, still yeah, doing shows. Yeah, yeah. So th- that's why I always freaked out. Like, like if we weren't doing the sound with Rudy, like somebody else is doing. Oh, that means it's somebody else through the show. Yeah. So, but it, I would, I would, I liked it. I would always run into like bands like that. So that band Manhunter had a split with Useless ID, and I got the album, and I got it signed. I'm like, dude, like I like Useless ID, and they freaked out too. Like, yeah, man. But they got bigger later on. Like, do you do you remember Audio Karate? No, but I remember seeing you at this. I remember the show we hung out one time when we got kind of messed up. <laughs> Which one? Was, was, was it was downtown in front of Cena. Was it like something Christ? Piss Christ? Oh, Piss Christ. Remember yeah. that show, man? That, that was, was a crazy show. I, I, those I, shows I, were weird. And that, I, like, I, I played with my venue. I made, yeah, it was like a tiny room. Like a little hallway and, type and, shit. And I remember like I played like early, like a second. And then there was another band. And then like they played. And the guy was like, they were like from Malaysia or something. And it was like crazy. And this guy like fell down really hard. <laughs> He was skateboarding across the pit and stuff like that. It was a crazy show, man. Like the, I, I'm glad like down here you get like weird bands like that. Like, yeah. Like oh, never. I never heard about it again. You know what I mean? Like oh, his Christ. Oh, they're a badass. And like gone and for not so much forgotten, forgotten but, but just but never saw them again. Yeah, just like what happened. <laughs> but 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 I'm glad I'm you know, just gotta show up, man. People are always like, dude, you do all these things, but dude. Get your ass up. Yeah, just go. Show if you show up and you just leave the house, like you're gonna find something, you know. Dude, like even here at seven oh seven down the street, like they'll have shows there, man. Like and it's so fucking close, I'll just hit it up. I don't even it, know it's half real, the bands it's anytime, real far for you know? me though. Like oh, I, well, yeah. I'm from like way super north McAllen, you know. Oh, and well uh, you're like in Edinburgh, Monte Cristo. Oh, okay. Even farther. Nah, so like, I'm literally fun. down the street. I'll just be like, let me just get a lift and see what's up. Yeah, yeah, totally. I've been wanting to go to the ticket some shows there. I it's a cool spot, and then it's BYOB, so that's always cool. Yeah, that's cool, man. Uh, let's get into this uh, drink it drink, man. Hi, my name is Edgar Villarreal. I'm originally from Alamo, Texas, and I'm the pizza chef here at the Landmark on Tower. I think what makes the pizza here at the Landmark so special and unique is that our dough is freshly made every day with the freshest ingredients, the quality of cheese we use to our limited toppings that we we have for our pizza. Uh, We try to be consistent with every pie that we're uh, bringing out for the customers and trying to make our own spin on Neapolitan style pizza where it uh, passes everyone's expectations here. Good food and good bruises will continue to bring in new faces here as well as provide excellent service to our locals here at the Landmark. 
We're located at the intersection of Business 83 and Tower Road, right across the street from Tower Burger. From all of us here at the Landmark, we hope to see you guys soon. We have here, uh, yeah, we've got Monkey Shoulder, the original blended malt scotch whiskey, batch 27. Uh, 43%. What's the, uh, yeah, fuck it. Here you go, man. Monkey shoulder, right? Yeah, I never heard of it, man. The uh, the guy at the liquor store, shout out 101 again, because uh, they always tend to have some pretty interesting shit that I've never heard of. So, uh, yeah, the guy recommended it, and um, well, let's give it a shot, guys. Cheers. 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 Ooh. Oh, super smooth. Whoa, that's like very full even, but then nice. subtle. I don't know how to... Well. Yeah, it's like full flavored, but still subtle at the very same time. Very chill. There's like, no astringency. There's no... Not like a kick or nothing. Yeah. Ooh, that's dangerously good. I like Yeah, it. like... yeah. <laughs> and it was not that bad, dude. It was like 30 bucks. Oh, it's not bad at all for the style. Even with a nice, like, monkey emblem on there. Yeah, the little... little I saw that. Three, I didn't even monkeys. notice that until here when I brought it out. I was like, oh, look at that. I was just... Yeah, man. I like this. Yeah, very smooth. Very good, yeah. Definitely. Yeah, Andy, uh, normally, he proudly admits that he can't drink his uh, his liquors straight, much less like whiskey, right? Like, we always give him shit about it. And Dr. Pepper? I met him at the... Yeah, he always had Dr. Pepper, and I met up with him at the liquor store. Terrible, terrible. <laughs> yeah, dude. And because uh, originally, I was there looking for beer to see what we can find, so... He met up with me uh, so that I can get all this stuff. And then he wanted to just see, like, you know, maybe he can pinch a beer from the from the stash. But we already had all the beer there. That sounds horrible. But <laughs> we've already had all the beer there, so we don't repeat anything. And uh, we started looking into these. And and Andy tells the guy, well, uh, you know, like, I, I drink my shit with Dr. Pepper. And the guy like, well, me too, bro. Like, we're all proud. Like... He's like, but yeah, you don't want to mix that with anything. He's like, just yeah. on the like on ice and yeah, it's real. It's yeah, definitely. This is really good, drinking. bro. Yeah, I, I did not expect like it to be this it's smooth, not, and it's not over sweet either. No, it's like hitting the back of your. Yeah, I mean, because I'm a I'm an avid like Scotch whiskey bourbon drinker. Like that's what I, you know, any bartender in this in McAllen should know. They, they know. That, you know what I mean. And then I don't drink beer. I, you know, and, and so I still hang out at beer places though. I'll go say hi to my friends at Roosevelt's and all those places. Yeah, like, yeah. Hey, what's up? But they know I don't drink beer. Oh, you you want a tea or a water? You know? <laughs> like respectfully. Yeah, and it's it's cool, you know. But you know, if, if I'm at a bar. And somebody's buying me a drink. I don't want to be like the asshole. Like, hey, give me my whistle pig or yeah, you know, give me my McAllen eighteen. All <laughs> oh, dick, right? No, so, I, but I, you I, used to drink beer, right? I used to drink beer. Yeah. What, what I, was your like go to? So for a long time, of course, in the early days, teenager, your your thirty pack. Oh, the Bush, Bush or MGD? I, I would man. not. Okay, I did not go to MGD. No, I, I did not do that. I used to drink Old English fourteen hundred malt liquors. I wasn't a Mickey's guy like everybody was. I was a I was a OE. Guy. OEs are I was good, man. Eighteen hundred guy, man. I would drink like two a night and like a nickel sack. Like that was cool for yeah. good for Friday night. Like 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm coasting my skateboard, just riding my skateboard, drinking OEs. But, yeah, the but always then, became hard to find though. But because of my dad always hanging out with his buddies, and I would like hang out, you know, in the background, yeah. or whatever. Wait, I, I started not drinking shitloads of tequila. You know what I mean? Oh. But I was, I would always drink whatever beer well, as long as it was, as long as, it, had as, long as it was cold. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. You know, real raunchy style, whatever yeah, it was. Yeah. Fuck it. But then you know, later on, that's when all the craft beers, you know, especially me working in restaurants, yeah, it always came out like, hey, there's this like pairing. There's these things called craft beers. <laughs> yeah. You ever heard of them? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like when it was barely coming out. Yeah. Because they weren't always around. You know what I'm saying? Everybody thought like Guinness was fancy. And shit. Yeah. You know what I'm Blue Moon. Like, oh, oh, when Blue Moon came out. Yeah. yeah. I, I remember Rudy got some black. We're like, ooh, hey. Chill out, but bro. Valencia orange. Huh? Yeah. You got a hint of orange. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So, um, it, you know, and then it, later on, it just became like. I became like snobby about it. Yeah, you know? I had my restaurant. I only had Texas beers, ah, okay. just to kind of make it like a. Well, I mean that's not so snobby though. That's just keeping it. Yeah, you know. yeah, but people thought it was snobby because I didn't have like Bud Light. Oh, oh, so but you I, didn't carry? I didn't carry oh, like regular stuff. All. I had Dos Equis, like minimum, and then I had like Fireman's Four, and I had like real ales, you know, like the Golden IPA, yeah, like that, which are really good and they're yeah. easy drinking. Um, you know Texas beers you know what I'm saying so um, just depending on where I order I always had those beers and I, and I like drinking those beers you know what I mean and but I also had like Estrella Dom which is like a Spanish beer and it's an easy crisp nice drinking beer expensive yeah and just really 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 crisp and tasty mm-hmm. you know so people thought it was snobby and it's like dude come on like I find I have a restaurant it's, can, it's an experience let me, man let me like, choose yeah. my beers you know what I mean let me do my thing you know and I'm more than sure like it was also like you know it, you had some sort of idea of like what would go good with what you're cooking up yeah, there exactly. right yeah. so it, it's about the experience too like I mean you're not gonna go well I mean most people aren't gonna go to Japan and, and get a Bud Light you're gonna drink a you know J- Japanese beer you know what I'm saying like yeah yeah so see, I'd rather drink. I love Japanese whiskey. Like I remember, dude, I remember they had three bottles, and I was looking at them. And because, um, well, we'll bring that up in a minute. But because, uh, real quick, uh, you you're at Ronin, right? Yeah. So like, you're the chef there. So I was like, man, we should like, you know, I should get like a Japanese whiskey. But then I couldn't make up my mind. And then I saw this, and I'm like, that's pretty fire. Yeah, yeah. I started drinking Japanese whiskeys. You know, when I started doing a lot of the studying about, like, Japanese cuisine, which I have for a long time, but I never did it because because it's a scary cuisine. It's I not, was going to say, it must not be intimidating. It's yeah. not something to take lightly. Like, people think, like, oh, I'm going to do this. I know how to make sushi. No, you don't. Yeah. Like, like, you really don't. You know what I mean? Like, I've been lucky enough to where, like, I went to, like, the food and wine festival. There's a lot of people, but Morimoto in front of me doing, like, a class, and it's, like, yeah, and I've actually eaten at one of his, re- two of his restaurants, and it's like, yeah, man, like I can't have sushi after that, like made by normal people, <laughs> by so, normal humans. By but, normal. but 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 I mean, it's like it's like I've told you before. It's like I said earlier, like you got to show up, man. Like if you, yeah, if you want to know what's really going on, you know, like you know, like uh, I had gone to Yoko's a long time ago. Yeah, he's like going to Yoko's. It was really good. And one, they had like a plaque of the one on mission. They had a plaque where their sushi dude, like won like a top chef yeah, type of yeah, competition. Was, yeah, I was yeah. like, Holy shit. Yeah, he was cool. Yeah. He had knife skills, man. He would make like panda bears. Yeah. And little things the, like, yeah, yeah. With the, the skin of you like see, fruits. See, I, they, they, like, they offered to teach me that this one guy I met from Mexico, like he was like hardcore. Like he knew how to do it. It was called a, uh, 
Mukimono or something like that. Oh, okay. And like he, he, you had to do like all like the spreads where like a bunch of animals and castles. And you know fire. what I mean? Like whatever. But I was like, I don't want to do that. <laughs> like I was like, I like to cook like a man. Like yeah. he made this ratatouille <laughs> out of butter. And I'm just like, and I'm like, I'm, and I'm kind of like, What's your food cost? And like, wait, right? Why, why imagine, are you wasting? Right? Why are you wasting like, that's a lot. That's a lot of food you're wasting. <laughs> I'd rather just make a make a nice little stew and eat it eat it at home, right? Yeah, I mean, because it, it is an art, you know. So some people try to go yeah, but a I like to, I like, I like I like to I like the art part of it, but when you eat it, yeah, you know what I mean. And nothing too crazy either, you know. I've I've had I've had dishes, you know, where they're trying a lot of techniques, and it just ends up being just like garbage. I think like the simple, the better. Just like having a straight whiskey, yeah. And like if I go to dinner, like I people freak out because I don't know. They're like, "Oh, what kind of drink?" No, I'm just gonna have like an Oban, any nice whiskey they have on there. That's not crazy price, of course. Yeah, I have one for dinner. Like anywhere I go, just have one, and then my meal and water. Water. I don't yeah. like. I don't like to. I rather have the meal, and I'm sipping the whiskey the whole time, just like enjoying like a really good you know expensive whiskey yeah but, but I'll, I'll sip it through the whole meal yeah i'm not gonna take a shot like yeah throw it back, yeah like, give, give me that uh the mccallan 25 yeah and, like knock it back <laughs> nah dude because i've i've done that where i'm drinking still kind of like a 20 year old you know what i mean like or even worse like a teenager you know what i mean like that's why i've i've been trying to cut back and be more uh just um I guess conscious of what I'm drinking. Yeah, yeah, you know what I, I mean. Yeah, I like, know what you mean. Like, like as I got older and I got, you know, because what happens is, I mean, you know me, dude. I started winning competitions, started doing a lot of events on here. Yeah. You start getting well known as a chef. You start going out. You got. You don't want to be disrespectful either. You can't be a fucking asshole. Yeah. Like in my twenties, if you would have met me as a chef <laughs> in my twenties in my kitchen. You would have been like, man, fucking Jesse's a fucking asshole. Like, fuck like, that guy. I was, I was very arrogant because I started cooking very young. And, like, I knew a lot of very old school, you know, techniques, you know, like, well-trained to where, like, I was very arrogant. You know what I mean? And I would walk the walk. Hey, I would talk the talk and walk the walk. Yeah. But people would get mad. And I kind of calmed down. Like, after, after it worked and I got myself in there talking shit, but also like backing it up backing it yeah. up in the kitchen people noticed but then i backed off like okay cool like like i'm, I'm here now like because I'm like, like the, there was a lot of older chefs and yeah. like i was young and i wanted to be known like them and then i started that showing respect them. and shit but yeah. I, didn't, I didn't care about what the people said i was doing this stuff and traditional stuff and new stuff in front of them at events they were going to be at and then they acknowledged me and then and then in front of people they were like they said my name like chef jesse and I was like, now nah, I'm a chef. That's dope. You know what I mean? I waited for like the acknowledgement of my elders. Yeah. Sorry. To like tell to like I don't know, just like, oh, I'm a chef, dude, because I've been cooking. Like self proclaimed. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I hate that. That's and like I, a yeah, pet like, peeve, yeah. man. And I don't even like being called Chef Jesse in my in my kitchen. My kitchens they just say, Hey, what's up, dude? Like, hey, what's up? They some people call me out of respect like chef, but yeah. I really I really don't care. I will just it was just when I was younger. Like I wanted you, the acknowledgement. You, yeah. Like I had been working so hard. Like, like okay, and so cool. like w when did you like go into that? Like into cooking? Like just as a, as a to make a living? It, I I did it as a necessity, man. I had a I had a kid when I was young, and I moved. I was in San Antonio for a bit, working at a churches, 
But uh, and um, I I moved back down, and they wouldn't put me like they wouldn't transfer me. You know what I mean? And uh, so whatever, I I I played at this restaurant called Real Grandy Grill, and it was like a French Americana, like had some pastas, but they sold like they had like quail and duck. What's French menu. Americana? Well, you know, like like all the it's an American food. But when you go in the kitchen, all the sauces and everything were all French made, oh, French made sauces, okay. French sauteed, like, you know what I'm saying? So, um, I got hired. This is, this is a fucked up story, dude. I got hired there out of spite. I got this job, which would be like the beginning of the pinnacle to go to the rest of my career. I got hired there because I was getting interviewed and I really needed the job. And... I guess somebody that I knew, it turned out somebody that I knew and I'll, this, this guy that I hated, we hated each other. He was in a gang and from Wessico. We hated each other, dude. And he worked there and I didn't know that. So turns out later on, like the manager hired me just to spite that guy because he was, he was interviewing me and he walked behind me and was telling her like, like, don't fucking hire this guy. Like with the fingers, like, no, don't do it. And she was like, fuck that guy. She didn't like him anyways and hired me. So when I go, oh, come in tomorrow, blah, 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 they hired me. You like, probably didn't even have to say anything. I just walked in there. I'm like, damn, <laughs> like, I got to work with this guy. We ended, up, we ended up like squashing it and working together for about a year. Some Cobra Kai shit. But, then all those, <laughs> but, but after like a year and a half, like all the, all the cooks and all the other, everybody else got fired at one point. And I, and they taught me everything, and I ended up like taking over, and they would hire other cooks to help me out and stuff. And that's awesome, dude. So I was there for about like almost three years. With I that love guy. It. He was a really cool guy too. I um I love cooking, bro. Like I really really love to cook, and pretty much everything's like self taught. You know, like just trial and error. You know, um, I can't make anything traditionally Mexican that I grew up eating. Right, I just can't, bro. Like not even something as simple as rice. Hey, you know what? I can't. I can't, I can't make rice. You know what? You know what's so messed up, dude? I used to get made fun of because I didn't know how to make rice. Rice like, cooker, like rice pila. Okay, yeah, but does that work? Dude, are those but, legit? Yeah. yeah, but but we. This is like an old school kitchen. Like you make everything oh, in a I pan. See. You know what I'm saying? I, I don't know why, man. My wild rice, my basmati rice, my pilaf rice. I would always mess it up and get the ratios wrong. I was. I don't know what it was. Everything else was fine, dude. It could saute to save your life, man. You know, yeah. like, get you out of any situation. I don't know what it was about, dude. Even years later, like two thousands, like th- that was ninety nine. <laughs> like fast forward, like two thousand seven, two thousand eight. I was working um, at a restaurant called uh, Real Grande Grill, and they were like, "Hey, you got to make the rice for your line." I'm like, "Dude," and I told them, "Man, I told them, man, I don't know how to make rice," and they're like, "Just started making fun of me because they saw me on the line. Like, I could do everything: sauces, caterings, let's do everything, steaks, do all yeah. the lines." And they're like, "Dude, how come you can't make rice, dude?" <laughs> Like, what's wrong with you, man? It's so delicate, man. Like, no steak would ever come back. Chicken perfectly cooked. Everything's perfectly cooked. Your pastas are badass. Like, you're fucking rice, man. (laughs) I'm like, I don't know, dude. I don't know. But then this is, and this is what's funny is that now I'm like a paella champion. Like, I make paellas, like, for competition. What is that exactly? And it's like a Spanish rice dish. Okay. So I went from, like, not knowing how to make rice to, like, this Kalasparin Spanish rice. That's crazy. You know, that's harder to make. And apparently it's hard, but 
I've been doing it for like 12 it's years. And it comes I, easier and, to and, you. And I, I can do it with my eyes closed. And That's we crazy. win all these competitions. And it's, and it's <laughs> fucking funny. That's dope, that man. Well, I mean, definitely shout out to that, man. Like winning competitions and shit. Like for cooking. I, I that's love not I easy love bro but, like, I, but i love it dude like the first one we ever went man it's all these little mini adventures man. i can't like, even cook to please I, my daughter sometimes I, man imagine after, a like goddamn- like after a couple of these little mini adventures i was having like cooking i started working at peppers uptown when it reopened oh yeah and, i worked and, there too and, yeah and i was met i met dj like when when i was like trying to be like the up chef you know what i'm saying so then we got these competitions locally blah blah, blah and i met like some people and then I got hired at that restaurant Alhambra downtown. And that's when we started doing those paella competitions. The first one, I was just supposed to show up and just like take pictures of my head chef with the other guy. And it turned out like we show up and the guy we're on the team to help him out in the first year, the first ever year they ever did it. It was fucking Ben Ford. Ben Ford is Harrison Ford's son. So we're helping him because he was up an upcoming chef, like about to write a book and all kinds of shit. His wife's from San Antonio. But did he actually know his shit, or he was just like, no, no, yeah, fuck yeah. that. He was a, a well known chef. He wasn't yeah. just like a dude with money. That no, like- no, he was a good chef, man. He showed up and he had like suckling pigs and rabbits. He's like, he's like, you know how to break down rabbits? I was like, yeah. I never broke down a rabbit. <laughs> Hell yeah! He's like, I want the ribs. That's the best answer. I when mean, you good, don't. Thing, <laughs> good thing is I know kind of I know butchery already of okay. animals. So I was like, well, it's just like a small animal right so i just started like the first couple like oh kind of fucked them up but there was like 20 so like you had to take the rib out with the loin but with the ribs still attached and then like french the rib frenching means you clean the meat off of the bones make it white yeah but the bones of the rabbit are like as thin as this so you can break them so there's 20 rabbits that's 40 loins and then all the little tiny toothpick of bones, because that was like the crown on top of the. We ended up, anyways. We win, we win that year, the first year, and then we go back next year, like as our own team. Yeah, I didn't go the third year, but I've been the, to every other year. So there's twelve years I've been to eleven. Shit. So we won the first one. He won the third one while I wasn't there. This last year, this this year, we destroyed everybody. We won this year. That's fucking cool, and then, and in the year that year of COVID, we had it right before we like, everything got shut down, and man, I got kind of high and drunk. Not gonna lie, <laughs> and I and I fucked up, and I still got second. Damn, be like I'm gonna get. But, high but the, and, and, that, they, and that's that's the whole culmination of like it. It became like a thing. Like man, the motherfucker they fucked up, dude. Still destroyed. Like because there's a lot of teams. It's in San Antonio, and there's like a lot of really good chefs that I that I look up to that are award winning chefs and really great chefs out there that I get to compete with every year, and it just made me a better person. Like seeing how humble they are or how cocky they are. Yeah, and like feeding off both. You know what I mean? They like to have a good time and party and make it a fun event so i feed off of that and i do that down here as well you know what i mean so sometimes people are being real serious i'm kind of i like to be the other you know how to adjust yeah my my food is very serious i take my food very serious but i'm gonna be joking around while i'm taking your food seriously yeah you know what i mean i'm not gonna bow down and try to suck up to anybody anymore you know what i mean like i think i'm a little past that i'm i'm old enough i'm 40 i'm not gonna be sucking on anybody's teeth anymore to be like looking for approval. approval I just yeah, I just yeah. want to make food to have fun and be fun and be good. Have good and just like, yeah. and just have people come eat it and just not to be 
award-winning or anything just like hey man i'm just making this because i want to make it yeah and i hope you like it you know what i mean yeah because yeah, that's like the ultimate payment is like yeah dude like, like people coming back for more like hey man like what the fuck like yeah like i, I work mornings by myself at ronan just because i like to yeah you know what i mean and i'll get my butt kicked by myself you know and um sometimes it's slow sometimes it's busy but i always try to put out the same my bow buns make sure my ramen make sure my noodles come out good my fried rice is always on point yeah you know what just I mean? consistent like- consistent and make sure like it has a lot of color and just pizzazz and a lot of flavor and make sure every single detail is on the plate yeah you know what i mean and i hear it every day you know what i mean i we do the same dishes i haven't tweak the menu at all you know the same sauces and people come back man they're coming back a lot of people we get a new customers all the time and it's, it's like they it's say like feeling. if it it's ain't broke feeling. don't don't fix yeah if it ain't broke don't fix it or something yeah and like then that. sometimes it's slow and you know your partners everybody think it's like down oh man it's dead because of this no, dude it's just sometimes people just want to be home dude i don't take it as anything other than that yeah some sometimes there's days where like there's a wednesday and it's fucking dead but you'll be driving around mccallan and like shit all my friends are dead too yeah you know what i mean it's like wow that was a d- slow day but it's all it's so random you know my other friends at a restaurant oh we got our ass kicked because sometimes people don't want to drive people places you know yeah. what i'm saying like mercado's a big place and whatever but i do get a lot of to-go's thank god and it's been going really well and now i'm working on a new concept it's kind of crazy that's tripping me out are you seeing that too right yeah the whole house is dimming though your ghost it's the ghost it's, the it's, it's been a minute man since i've had any weird shit the happen ghost of, here the ghost of christmas present yeah or some shit yo that's weird well anyways yeah um that's scary bro because um like i think the last spooky thing that happened here like was like a couple weeks ago i was doing laundry and i was putting my daughter's stuff in her room right and when i closed the door like it shut behind me mm. and it drags on the carpet. Yeah. So it needs so it, pressure. Yeah. yeah. So I was like, I got. Yeah. Called it. I got goosebumps, right? And I just like, just stayed in the living room in and silence. You, there like, is a presence uh, here. Touch Johnny's dick. <laughs> <laughs> I tap it. Whoa. Hey. I felt it move. It's beetle juice. Nah, wow, the lights just turned off, guys. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, last time I felt something weird was um, I hope my buddy opened that uh, Quinta Ronda, that cantina there where um, it was a Cuban place. What was it called? Havana Club. Mm-hmm. So, my buddy. Arnolano, yeah, right? Yeah, so my buddy opened it and I helped him open it up, the kitchen, and setting it up and stuff. So, apparently, it, it's not apparently anymore. Like, like if, if, I, fuck, if <laughs> I felt something there. I'm just telling you, like, I I did feel something there. Because we're barely looking at the building. And they're like, yeah, go check it out, man. And he, he, you go upstairs. And you pass all the booths. And there's, like, a hallway bathroom upstairs above the stage. And then there's an office, like, a big office. like like, And there's a window. You can oversee everything, right? So I had never been there. I'd never been to Havana Club. I'd never been to whatever. You know, it's not my thing. But so when it was my first time in the building, everybody was downstairs. Yeah, go check it out. Not all the lights were on. I go upstairs, walking around, checking everything out. And then um, I see, like, the hall, like, okay, this that's the office, right? I'm like, oh, is that the office? He's like, yeah, go check it out. Like, they're from downstairs, like, like go. You know what I mean? Like, go for it. I was like, all right, cool. And I'm walking down the hall. It's a long hallway. 
And then you get to the door, the door's open, and there's like cabin, there's like a bunch of like shelves full of liquor, you know what I mean? Like throw all the liquor in the glass, extra glasses and shit going under lock and key. And I and I'm walking through because it's like a corridor into the office and then it opens up, right? So as I'm walking down like the little pathway and I get into the office space, I just feel like like fucking over me. Like like just pushing my back down and like my shoulders are curling up in my like like an electrical like, kind of thing almost like that yeah because that's what i felt when whatever closed emma's door you and i have like never this, felt yeah, that before yeah, dude yeah like the back the hairs in the back of her neck no not, no no, not, no nothing, nothing felt like, like that it's worse than that it felt like when you get shocked but without getting shocked it, i it, can't really describe like it like shocked and then i feel like a pressure like imagine if i'm pressing on the back of you with a balloon but you don't feel the balloon hitting you yeah mm. you're just like like it was weird bro like i felt like a vibration from like the shock because i i'm pulling the knob right i'm I'm pulling the knob close so i'm holding it and i'm shutting the door behind me and as i'm pulling it closed i feel like this and like just yeah push and like just like the door shut and i'm just like me it was like a more of like an enveloping thing like i walked into like a bunch of spider webs you know what I mean? Like I caught, I got caught in like, like a you big walked web. into like a portal. Yeah, like just shit. walked in like. Fuck that! I just, I just went like this, like, and I was just like, okay. <laughs> and I just like straightened my back out, like, you know, because I've always had these dreams where like I'm laying down, and you know when you feel the pressure, yeah. But in my mind, I'm fighting against it, screaming at it, like you better fucking. You saw that? You saw that? That was yeah. great. That was trippy. Yeah. Um. And I f- would feel this presence, and it would be on me, and I would fight it, like telling it off, like you fucking get the fuck. You know what I mean? And then I would wake up. It was weird. So this, so that time, I has at, your at wife Katina, ever told you like that? Like you yell in your sleep and shit. Oh my wife! I talk. She says I talk in my sleep, but it's like weird shit. But you don't like I've like, like I like one time she told me she's like she was like woke me up and she's like. You just said Whoopi Goldberg, <laughs> and I was like, "Oh yeah, that's what I was dreaming of." I was like, I was on a game Sister show, Act, but I told her no. Yeah, I was on a game show, and that was the question: the main actress of Sister Act. No shit. And so in my sleep, I'm like, Whoopi, Whoopi Goldberg, and, and I guess I said it in my sleep, and my wife's like, "So sometimes my daughter and like, like they'll tell me like Whoopi Goldberg." <laughs> Yo, that's crazy. So when I walked out of the office after feeling that. I tell the guys that are down there, some of the, there's one doctor that, one that used to own the Havana Club, you know, the people that we're going to rent from. I was like, uh, I like trying to explain what happened. And they're like, yeah, that's, I forgot the name of the guy. Like supposed to be some guy that left and like died and like his spirit stayed there. Right. Yeah, but, so, but I felt they kind of like set you up for that. I yeah, feel. like yeah, just go check it out. Yeah, go over there. Like go ahead, but because we're going everywhere downstairs <laughs> together. Like oh, this is a fire room. Like because it's a, such a huge place. Right? Yeah, this is where all the you know terminals are for the stage, and then there's like you turn on every freaking light to the street from the back. You know, going through everything, and then that place did have a lot of lights on that. I think it was crazy. It. Yeah, it was crazy. Like even even the sound system was. You know, it was fire, bro. Like I dated a, a fresa chick, and and we would go there a couple times. I mean, 
by this time i was more open-minded when it came to music and it was live music so yeah, i was yeah. like i was enjoying it i was more critiquing like the uh, did i say that critiquing yeah the the dj yeah because i was djing at the time and this guy was like scratching for every transition and oh, not even man. on time and i'm just like fuck this guy man but but putting like overlapping bass drums that, yeah. that aren't even the like same. Like not same even time equalizing signature. his shit, bro. I'm just like, use your mixer, dog. Uh, like it's right there. <laughs> but yeah, now that was a nice place, though. Yeah, they, they the way they did it, it was pretty nice. They got a this artist, uh, Thrashier from uh, Mexico City, and he did a really good job. Thrashier, yeah, he's that's on, a he's badass on, name. Yeah, he's on Instagram, skater, punk rock dude. I met him. On he, you cannot be with that yeah. name. Yeah, so when is I that met his real him, name? When I met him, no, I forgot oh. his real name, but like that's what he has on Instagram. Oh, okay. So he travels a lot and, and does a lot of uh, like graffiti art on stuff. So oh, all that fair. art, he did it all in there. Like it's really, really nice. Super, super nice. Didn't they try reopening it like a while back? No, they did. That's what I'm saying. Oh, I helped them open it up. Oh okay. I'm sorry, man. I'm kind of. Oh, it has a carbon. Has a carbon right there where your fingers at. Oh, this one. Yee. But yeah, man. Fucking. So wait. So then, how old were you when you got into in, into cooking? Like when you like, like it, when it really like seventeen. Seventeen, and then I just turned eighteen, and then kind of like just never and just took off with it. So when you were punking yeah. it, like when like we met. You were cooking. I was already cooking. Was Holy shit. shit. So you've been like, doing this yeah. for yeah, like, forever. Yeah, I never talked about it when I was younger because I, I wasn't shit yet. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it never came. <laughs> and that's why I kind of stopped playing music because, like, you know, you start doing I, I sprung, wanted to ask that if, if that's what happened. Yeah, yeah. Like, after Alhambra, you know, everything kind of took off. And I was teaching and consulting and opened a restaurant, closed a restaurant, opening other stuff. It just seems like, like you, you, you start something... And then everybody loves it, and then kind of everybody just kind of like whatever. It's like a trend, I guess. Yeah, like but phase. I don't want it to be. I'm like, it's not a trend. It's my life. If the, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So, and that's so, what people fail to understand is like, yeah, like this is my livelihood. This isn't. This isn't something I'm trying to be trendy at. This is what I do, and, and that's what I'm good at, and that's what I'm trying to give you. Exactly. You like know? you, you collabed with with Joel from Teddy's. Yeah, yeah, we did that wrong, rather wrong, the brisket pop-up. ramen, yeah, right? Yeah, like, uh-huh. how did that go? That was pretty well. Yeah, that was fun. Total, total fun. I love doing. I I had already done barbecue ramen. My the, the a mentor of mine, Tom Bruce, uh, with Tom's barbecue back in the day. Was not doesn't do it anymore, but he's the one that mentored me. And uh, we would do barbecue barbecue competitions together. And I would just watch the him and his team, and they taught me a lot. And in the beginning of when I had motor ramen, he would make the brisket for me. But then after a while, he would well, they didn't make the brisket for me. <laughs> I would just go to us because he had the smokers. I would just go to his house. He's like. There it is. Just pick it up. Like, your turn. You yeah. know what I mean? And that's Oh, so you started making your briskets then. Yeah, like, because, I mean, I'm not going to lie. I'm a fucking chef. I never said I was a fucking barbecue fucking pit, pit master. Smoker. Yeah. yeah. And um, I'm good now. I'm not a master. Yeah. But, but I've competed, and I see a lot of technique because I'm with those guys. It's a whole, whole different world. It's a different ball game, Total bro. different ball game. I didn't even tell. I didn't even like to tell anybody that I was there that I was a fucking chef. You know, just be like, "Hey, man, I'm a, 
I'm totally I'm like, just with you. Totally guys. green, like yeah, yeah. So I mean, I remember even in the beginning, I don't even heard of T Ghost. Yeah, yeah. So T Ghost, he knew my mentor too, and he kind of mentored us at the same time. Oh, okay. like he was barely, he didn't even have T Ghost yet. Yeah, T Ghost didn't exist. I remember when he was barely starting out. I went. Yeah. And, uh, he he's was, a really cool guy, Josh. You know, he's a really cool guy. I, I met him guy. from DJing actually, yeah. and uh, I remember he had posted that he was just trial and error with his rubs at the time. And he was giving away brisket, and I'm like, Psh, yeah. I'll go, bro. Fucking Doobie cruised to his house, came back with a pound of brisket. I was like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so in the beginning, shout out Josh, I saw man. I, so, okay. yeah, yeah, Josh, man. So, yeah, fucking T-Ghost barbecue, guy. dude, yeah. And also Teddy's, of course. Man, yeah, man, of course. Shout both, out both Teddy's. Westlico, Westlico, Westlico I'm working. Guys. I'm working at Teddy's, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ted, yeah, they're fucking awesome. Joel, the whole Garcia family. Yeah, they're really um, dope. And people. I see them all the time now because they're Jolene's. Oh, that's it. Jo- and Mercado, and Jolene's yeah. is the kitchen right behind me. Oh no shit. So, yeah, so we that's you know cool. we, we share food, man. Like, all our neighbors, like, like here, bro. Here's a burger. Here's some fucking ramen or some shit. You know, oh yeah. I, I get bored. I, I have yet to stuff. try either one, bro. Like I have. I need to go, man. We need to go, bro. We're fucking going. I, I go. I, I usually work lunch. So if, you know, I'll hook you guys up. Go for lunch. Go early, and I'm I'm usually there. So like on um, close Mondays. Mondays. Okay, I was about to ask because like Mondays are like the only times that I'm off I'm, until I'm close, two. But I'm closed Mondays. Yeah. So how about whenever Tuesday through Saturday I'm there. What What are your hours? 10, 11 to ten. Eleven to oh at night it's open late. Eleven to ten. And on Friday Saturdays to eleven. I bet if y'all get permission, the guys that are married, nah. yeah, right. <laughs> we can go after a pod one of these yeah. days, man. I know, I know how that goes. Hey, I mean, hey, I wish I had that problem. I ain't gonna lie. The only one that don't let me go out is Emma, but she ain't here all the time. So word. <laughs> but yeah, man. Um, but yeah, so, whole, but yeah, that thing with uh, with with Teddy's. Um, it was a cool event. I, w- I want to do some more pop ups. Yeah, it's been a while. Have you hit up a landmark yet? I'm which one's landmark? No, right no, here in Alamo. No, I haven't been a landmark. It's pretty cool, man. I, I hear uh, stuff about it, but dude, I, like I said, I got Mondays off. Yeah, and I, I don't like to be bothered. It's just chill. <laughs> yeah, don't bother us. I put in, I put in my order Sunday night, and Monday they're like already in. Yeah, so I just chill. Hell yeah, that's uh, working that's my, smarter, not that's harder. My, that's my rule, dude. Just leave me alone, man. For sure. <laughs> Mondays to turn the phone off. Uh, yeah, I mean I have it on. You never know, but yeah, yeah. But no. when they do, but call like me, metaphorically, like speaking, somebody just from work, like, like anybody, nah. like it's funny because I mean they already know. So if somebody does call me randomly on a Monday, they automatically apologize. Hey, chef, sorry for bothering you. They don't say like, hello. A, no, no, they, they don't say like, hey, sorry, chef. man. Yeah, they, they don't say that. They don't. They 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 always say sorry for bothering you, chef. <laughs> um, but I have a question. I'm like, yeah, go for it. You know what I mean? They'll. It's like ninety percent of the time. Like if they'll call me on a Monday, it always starts with an apology. <laughs> so do you do you cook a lot at home too, or I, I I want to, man. I have a lot of good, nice cooking gear at home, and my nice. Shunai. I mean, I would imagine, stuff. right? Like every and, chef and, you has know, like yeah, a. And, you know, dope. I have my nice pans. I got my, you know, my Dutch ovens, my cast irons, and yeah. stuff like that. I have a new semi new house. I've had it for a year. A year is not a lot. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, nah, it's it's I, a baby. So I haven't. Yeah, I haven't even started my backyard. I haven't even started. I want to build my an outside kitchen. Ah, that's covered with a with a like full cover 
with like a little stove and everything. Yeah. And I got I got induction burners I can just have built in, you know, that are electrical instead of having flame. Yeah. I'd rather cook on induction burners, but with a that's grill and everything, you know what I mean? I prefer like, flame. I, so I, I, if I had an outdoor kitchen, I'd be making dinner every fucking day. Like, I, I like to cook outside. I've seen where, because um, I, I used to do work for, for Winter Texans. So, like, they would always have, like, an outdoor anything, oh, a yeah. skillet, a anything, and they'd yeah. be outside cooking bread. I'd be like, smell like bacon, and, like, yeah, they're man. literally cooking right, like, yeah, bacon right there. Right there. Yeah. I'm like, ooh. That's you know, I do have good. some new neighbors that are across the street from me, and it was funny because I remember before we moved, there was this commercial, and I forgot what it was about, but it was, like, this this family, and they were like... Well, we're front yard people, and they're hanging out in the front yard, and there are the pools in the front yard, like a little kid pool, and sprinklers, and slip and slides. We're a front yard family. I'm like, front yard family? That kind of freaked me out. And then now, lo and behold, I have a front yard family, like, and it's kind of annoying. Like, it makes sense. <laughs> like, you get it, man. It's kind of annoying. It's I was like, oh, fuck, man. Gumbia's in two in the morning again, like... I moved from far for a reason. Yeah. <laughs> I, I hardly have that problem. I moved uh, to North McAllen for ran, a reason. Randomly, <laughs> this dude in the front, he'll 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 sit out in his gir- like in his like carport and just be drinking and he'll have his truck on and it doesn't bother me much because I probably have my music on in here too, so I can't hear him. It bothers my daughter more. My daughter has the front bedroom. Oh and she, so she does gets all not of it. like she's like she's like She's she's like me like she. But is it bomb. obnoxiously loud or is it just it, like? But she's in the front. She's in the front room. So she's she's to her, no like, matter what. Fucking yeah. Man, fuck man, I fucking hate that music. Yeah. She's a senior, so and she's punk dude. She has an old I V blue jean jacket. What that, that she wears to school and shit. She's totally punk. That's and great, like, dude. Oh my friend, my my friend wants to come say hi. Fucking piercings like all punk. I'm like, damn. I hope they didn't like. I influence these kids because I knew them when they were a little bit younger, like in middle school. Oh, okay. And I would take them and give them rides, and they would hang out at the house. And at the house, it's like <laughs> records and yeah. fucking you know monster posters and Frankenstein and fucking lit jamming out and equipment and guitars and shit. And Dude, that's you, so cool and, that and, you and, and, and your also, wife are like are like in that same onda, you know? Like because yeah, like it's God, yeah. normally like why would I marry her? Right m- most yeah. people, most couples that I've met. Have some things in common, but they're very different. Yeah. You know, where, like, they definitely, like, I don't know. It's just different. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, so that's cool that you guys get to yeah, express I, I, yourselves, I, I, I married like, my, forever. Yeah, like, you, you, my house is all black and white. It's like a white-looking, wannabe farmhouse-looking, all black. Yeah. And then... And then when you walk in, it's just like monster stuff, Tim Burton, lithographs, like little things that we bought, knickknacks, collectibles. That's awesome. Dude. And um, that's I mean, everything in, inside is either white or black. You yeah. Know what I mean? Like, you know what I'm saying? And when I build my kitchen in the back, I want to paint the back of the house all black. So it looks like a whole other like place. Like a dimension. Like a house. whole other thing. Like the front of the house is white. But when you get to the backyard, like it's a really long, like a bunch of windows. And it's all white, and the roof's all black, and the trimming's all black. Like I just you got a, a shingles or a metal roof? No, it's like a regular roof. Like okay, a regular shingles, roof. yeah. And um, and uh, I want to paint it all black, like the whole back of the house. That way, it looks different, you dude. Know what I, mean? I want to do here because uh, I'm like renting to own here from my aunt. Okay. And what I want to do here <laughs> is um, especially either in this room or maybe both, but either 
originally the idea was in my bedroom to open up because I have a window like this one. Open it up and put a patio door and then just build a patio because I have a pretty yeah, decent going sized out, backyard, yeah. you know, yeah. and start fixing up back there. And, and that's why we bought the house that we got because um, there were sort of a bunch of like the two story bigger houses, but it cuts into the backyard. And a lot of neighborhoods in McAllen, they don't have a lot of backyard, like not, the yeah. new, not the new ones. So the house that we got, it's a small three bedrooms, not even that big, but it's like I don't want, we're not gonna, we're not the type of people to be fucking cleaning two story houses. Who so we fuck? bought a small yeah. house that has a nice little L front patio. You know what I'm saying? It's quaint and small. Why do I want a huge house to clean? Yeah. So man, so like, the, so our backyard has a like for a new house in McAllen, like our backyard is like I was like surprised how big it was. And you guys you know got I mean? a wood fence. Yeah, it's all back, all backwood. That's backwards. what I want to do. Yeah. Is either and no back neighbor, no back neighbor. That's even better. Yeah, I mean, my neighbors are pretty cool. Almost useless though. When I got broken into, and neither one of them saw shit. But uh, <laughs> but I'm like, hey, it's all right now. Nah, but I mean, I want to do that because in the front, I put up though that big lamina over right, here, right? right yeah. So. There's a little privacy, and then over here I have where you can drop that down. But in the back, it's all wide open. So I want to figure something out because wood fences are pretty expensive. But, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. This one came with it, so it's kind of yeah. Cool. I mean, that's fire. But yeah, I do like my privacy because I like to cagarpalo. Yeah, I know what you mean, and it, like, and I wanted that too. Like, hold oh, the fence in the back, blah blah, and then all of a sudden, like, I got like the neighbors are cops. The, the husband Fuck. the husband and the wife my and neighbor's a dealer is he and, 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 like, and, and, and then the other neighbor's a state trooper oh, but what's no. funny is the guy in front of me is a border patrol but he's like a metalhead hmm. so I started hanging out with him talking to him I even saw him at a metal show the other day for a cryptic mutation oh interesting and I was like he was like hey what's up neighbor like, hey what's going on like he was jamming out in his garage one day and he has an electronic drum set guitar oh, oh he's and a he cool like, guy yeah yeah jamming <laughs> out man he, he barely had his first kid I'm like oh welcome to the club man Shit. trying to jam out and have a kid Ooh. that's why you have an electronic drum set. yeah so uh, we played a little bit I was saying like well this is the way I play drums I was like I don't know how to play any other way <laughs> right bunch of D-beat and punk shit yeah. <laughs> actually D-beat I'm not a fan no I had my little phase I didn't, I didn't get into it it's like grunge I didn't get into it oh okay I was like I, I barely I, got into grunge and all it that just, it was just every fucking drum beat was the same yeah and, and, it, much. and it fucking was bothering me and I would look at people like <laughs> why isn't it bothering anybody else like, do they not hear it it sounds like the other song to me it's the same thing as when you go into the radio and every song has just the do do Oh, like house music and shit, or like. But oh, every, but I'm every, guilty, bro. I no, 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 no. House. It's fine. No, but D beat has the same drum beat over and over. This is my next song. I like it because like this it sounds is my hardcore, this and is my I can next play song. it on the drum, so this I like my, it. This is my next song. <laughs> and the breakdown. Yeah, I mean, and then and just like what, guilty, do, do the drum beat, do the drum beat. <laughs> Hell yeah. Man, we had a band called D Stripe back in the day, and that's yeah. all it was. It lasted like a summer because we were just I fucked it up. I got asked <laughs> I like you I I it's funny because I don't ever get asked to play in bands ever. Which I'm fine with that. <laughs> right? Like, yeah, I mean, because cool. there's a bunch of band whores, you know. Yeah. You know, you know who you are. And uh it was like I got asked one time. And it was like for a DB band. And I'm like, that's boring. I'm like, I don't want to fucking go to sleep on the drum set. 
I mean, yeah, you probably. I mean, because yeah, I mean, I agree. It, it but because I'm, I'm not, not a drummer, and I'm not saying I'm the best drummer either. Because like I'm not a drummer, like but a I can play super drums. Fast blast metal, I can't do that. Yeah, but you know, I'm a decent like Slayer, punk, like that's stuff some like crazy that. stuff, dude. Yeah, yeah, and you know, I can follow that stuff. I mean, I play double bass also. Yeah, I'm not crazy bass. like some of these you know local bands that are like you know really avid drum, but you know whatever like, kind of I can get drum, by drum snobs. Like I mean, you could call it what it is. Like. Yeah, yeah. There's the guitars also. Guitar. Um, Beer snobs, I all oh, those are. It, there's a little bit. I don't of like any kind of snob. Bro. It's worse when they're like a snob of all of it all together. Yeah, when they just yeah when they're just a snob, like they're not a beer snob. They're you know no, they're just a snob. I hate no, that but shit. I do appreciate like the the like the music. Like I was at that metal show on Saturday for a short bit, and I got to see Dagra, which is like Joe Dan and his band, and they're amazing, just amazing. Like I was just like. And they play originals and shit? It's all original fucking daggers. just like a bad... Like, they had a girl... I don't know if she's Korean or Japanese or something, but she was amazing. She was, she was singing. And then... Um, and then... Uh, you know, Chris DeLeon, the tattoo artist. Yeah. His band, Cryptic Mutation. I want, I've been wanting to see them, and I never... I was always so busy, so I got to see them at least like the, like half of their set before I had to go back to work. And, uh, and they're amazing. Like, fucking amazing singer. Guitar playing. The drumming is just like... Oh, where, where was the show at? At the dungeon. The dungeon. There. Where the fuck is this place? It's by fucking... Delor- it's by DeLoreans. Oh, it looks like a fucking sex shop. Yeah. Well, like on the outside. <laughs> yeah, I, I played there with my... I played there with my band a couple months ago. It was like, whatever. Wait a minute. What's your band, dude? My other band... Well, I don't even know if we're even a band. Uh... Um, it was we've had it for like over fifteen years, and it was called Vivent Le Mort. It was called B called BLM, and it was like industrial electronic music. Okay, and I played synthesizer and guitar and sang in it, and my other friend Joe sang in synthesizer, and my friend Andy synthesizer and a lot of drum beats and stuff like that. So I've been Shit. doing that. I've been doing industrial music for like. I need least, to push these shows more. At least man, like eighteen. Years. I'm like under a rock. There's a thing, man. Back like a years ago in the Metropolis days, um, we were my friend Joe. We were throwing our own shows, and we had a lot of badass fucking bands come down and play, and play like Survive, the guys who did like Stranger Things soundtrack. Like we played with them several times, man. Boy Harsher, like a bunch of that's bands. fucking crazy. And dude. people didn't even know about it. It's like, oh, I wish I could see them. Like we already. Like been there, done that. Yeah, like yeah. where have you guys been? You know what I mean? <laughs> like I like we there's my friend, he brings down a lot of like electronic underground bands, like this band Boy Harsher. You ever heard Boy Harsher? No. Boy Harsher is like a dark electronic music. Very catchy, dancey, fun. They played at CNET, amazing show. They came out with this like kind of video movie. My friend threw like a special screening at CNET because he was friends with them. And then I just went to go see them uh like a month ago. In Austin, and it was fucking sold out, and it was just like a big fucking dance party. It was fucking amazing, but it's just funny because it's like I saw people that I knew that didn't know I liked that music. You didn't even know about it. Yeah, you know what I'm saying like I, it's just so underground. It's underground. <laughs> yeah, and 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 I go even to this, the love for it. I go to this show, and people are looking at me like, "What are you doing here?" <laughs> and I'm like. There ain't no punk bands like, here today. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't. Oh, I didn't. I, I didn't. I would. I didn't think I would see you here. I'm like, no, fuck around. I've been making electronic music for. Like, fuck around and it's find just, out. It's, it's just. It's just like a lot of people. A lot of people know me in the punk scene. A lot of people don't fucking know me as a chef. Yeah. But there's a little small, tiny corner of the world that 
knows that I make industrial music. You know, that's fire. Very though, small and very minuscule. And do you all like uh, like release anything? You have you all put anything? Uh, out? Yeah, we put some stuff out on SoundCloud and like you know, it's been, been years. But remember, it's been like eighteen years old. It's just fl- is it still out? Yeah, yeah, we still got music oh, well, out there. Stuff put, putting some links on. Yeah, we, for sure. we played with this band called Chant from Austin. They're on tour. When you go on tour with KMFDM, and he's a really cool guy. Uh, Bradley Bills from Austin. He's a really cool guy. Drumming, very tribal, electronic, industrial. And uh, we, so we, it was our first show in at least like three years because of COVID and all that shit. And right before COVID, we had like new setup, new synths. Like let's start fucking doing a bunch of shit. And it, you know what I mean? Just fucked that everything sucks, up. Man. Yeah. You know, so I don't even have to ask how did COVID affect you. That just says it all. <laughs> it, you know what? It, it affected a lot of stuff that I. Was I would imagine because the cooking, right? I, Especially I, like what happened was I was working at Santa Fe Steakhouse, and I fucking hated it, and I got fucking fired. Thank dude, you. I've never even been there. Ugh, whatever. And I will. So everything do that to myself. Everybody thinks it's fine dining. I'm like, I mean, yeah, no I mean that's why I shit dining. on myself for that because I mean, like I, everybody. I, I, I love a lot there, of right? I love a lot of the people that go there. They were very good clientele, blah blah blah. But it had nothing to do with that. You know what I mean? Yeah. I love my clients. They they saw me there. They freaked out that I was there. You know what I mean? Because they know me. So they're like, it's like they a familiar face. It's like, yeah, ah, family's here. Because a lot here, of my clientele like, that have been in my clientele that are high in clientele like, that have known me. They like, follow, we, yeah. But it's not even just following. Like, we hang out. Like, we've done a lot of so many dinners and so many events that, you know, we've become friends. And yeah. so a lot of people freaked out that I was actually there. Even me, I turned them down. And then I then I took the job. I didn't, yeah. want, I didn't want the job. But that's not my style anymore. You know what I mean? Like. I grew up in fine dining, but I didn't want to do it anymore because I was like, eh, like <laughs> I grew out of that. Ad. Yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> you know? I would imagine like, cause I mean, it seems because like because it was already after motor ramen, you know, I had already yeah. kind of come in Sporg and motor ramen kind of come into my own and then kind of go back to that, like working for somebody and, you know, and, and anyways, I get fired from there, but then I started working in San Antonio with my buddy, James Canner from Gorilla Gourmet in San Antonio, which is the team I have for the pie competitions. And he's working in San Antonio, and we're killing him, man. We opened a place called Taverna at the Pearl Farmer's Market. Uh, they're at the Pearl Brewery. And we're Pearl at, we're, Brewery. And, 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 I, I and, 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 I'm, and what I'm doing is I'm making yidos, like the fucking sandwiches, the the, 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 the wraps, right? Yeah. Um, but I'm all the meats I'm smoking, marinating and smoking them. So all my lamb leg is smoked. My chicken that's marinated like in yogurt and spices smoked. My pork is all smoked. So it's all smoked meats. So because it's called Taverna Tex Med, Texas Mediterranean. So all the meats are smoked and all the ingredients are Mediterranean. And it was phenomenal, dude. Like it was super good, man. I'm not going to lie. Like it's not tooting my own horn. But we like when we barely started messing around, we're like, man, dude, this is really good. And we were also doing, I was also helping him manage this, um, bar he was doing the food for a bar called paramore do you, you ever heard of paramore in san antonio no the paramore Just the band, like, so the, par- <laughs> so the paramore in san antonio is like this high-end bar like on the third floor of this like lawyer building like a law office like very high-end like you have to go through people and then go up there and like very nice very cool craft cocktails like at a high level bar yeah within a fast-paced bar too tiny ass slender kitchen help me i would go and help and do the kitchen sometimes and then somebody would come in and i would go and do prep for their other places so there was a couple little things that we're doing there for 
and it was fun. I was having fun. And I would only work like Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, come back down here. But, dude, we're making our name for ourselves, and we're doing all this stuff. We're going to open some places. We're going to – we started doing the food truck because he had a food truck. Hey, yeah. let's do this. We started doing – we're going to start doing events. We had all this stuff lined up. Got second place at the Pae competition, and then shut down. I had to come back. So I was doing that for a couple months, and I was having a blast, dude. Like, finally out of the valley, finally just doing whatever I wanted in food, and everybody just – Having a good time, like exactly what I told you earlier. Yeah. Like nobody questioning you, everybody just loving the food and taking it as it is and not questioning you. You know what I mean? Yeah. That San Antonio is like a huge gastronomy, like city. And I was loving it. I loved it. My view was downtown San Antonio from the warehouse we were working at. Like I was like loving it. I loved it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like until I started cooking and like, you know, like actually taking pride and and actually loving to cook i i didn't really understand how how frustrating or or annoying it could be to see somebody like add salt and pepper to your shit before they even taste it I'm yeah just yeah like, yeah like like yeah it was already good and i even yeah, warn people like, with that ronin at ronin because i season everything like to where it's like that's my seasoning yeah you know what I mean? Like, there's no salt and pepper packets. They're in the to-go ones, but people always ask, like, hey, can I have some soy sauce? When I, and when I give them the soy sauce packet, I'm like, and I always tell them, taste it first. But all my regulars never ask. They only ask for my extra chili. Yeah. Like, all my regulars, they never really ask for soy sauce or any seasoning because my food is, like, seasoned, like, to a point. Yeah, you like, I, and people don't understand that. Like, it's like a, it's, Even, like, it's a disrespect. You know what I mean? Like, when you're going to, like, and I don't mind people Almost asking. Anywhere, and I don't you know mind. I mean? And I don't like, mind people asking. I don't mind. I know people love their crushed pepper. I know people like. I do love pepper, dude. Sir, I throw yeah, pepper yeah. on everything yeah. and a lot of it too. I don't care. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like when so I'm making my omelets, my wife in the mornings, I'll be there like. Yeah, dude. Grinder. She's like, hey, give me hell? like no, no fries and ketchup. I'm like, mm, yeah, jingles of pepper on yeah. that shit. Yeah, man. Even my burgers, you like nice like little pepper crust. Yeah, bro. Same. My steaks, pepper crust. Yeah, yeah. I love it, man. Gives it that little that little tang, that spice. Of, yeah, that. And the then it, it does give it like a nice like crunch. It provides like a texture yeah. to the to the food. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. even when you add it, because I like to add it in like for example when I'm making like uh, like a mac. But it still provides that extra. You you feel it when you're eating it. You taste yeah, it. Like yeah. ah, there's that pepper. You know, like so. Exactly. Dude. Yeah. But salt though. Hey, chill out with the salt. I know, right? I already put enough salt. Everybody, you everybody, everybody, please <laughs> use real salt, kosher salt or sea salt. Yeah, you know, iodized. Yeah, I have the little the when I when I open when I opened the, the, the when I opened the cantina and I was using kosher salt. I I was training a bunch of like people from Mexico. You know, that live up you know, over here, of course, you know, like got the papers, or whatever, but they're used to use working in Mexican restaurants and all they use is iodized salt. So when they saw me using like kosher salt and like just liberally like just putting it on everything, they're, I mean, you've eaten tacos, you always have to add salt to the yeah. tacos yeah. because they don't season shit over there. You know what I mean? 
like that's why there's salsa. It's almost white people. That's food. why they have. That's why. Yeah. No, seriously. Like yeah. a lot of tacos down here, they don't have a lot of salt. Yeah. You have to add the salt or the salsa or lime. That's what lime's for. You know, to give it the acidity and the saltiness, right? Yeah. They're like, so, oh, you, you, it's because so they freaked out when I'm, I'm making. Well, I was I making moles. I was making cochinita pibil, like a bunch of traditional guisados, and I'm there with the coaches. They're like, they're like, what? No, shit, because they because they thought they thought it was different. They thought it was gonna be more salty because yeah. of the flakes, because it's like a natural flake instead of like the powdered shit they use so like which is like super like i left for like a week wrong and i came back and i'm like hey where's the salt and they're like here and i'm like you guys went and bought fucking iodized salt didn't you they're like they're all scared like <laughs> we're sorry <laughs> like all fucking scared and shit like you should be scared you fucking bunch of tiny people yeah man i mean but no but i mean can we, talk about, can we talk about that hell yeah why are mexicans so tiny why are these tiny mexican people i don't know bro i mean look at his hands man nah. <laughs> no me too i mean i'm not i'm not oh I'm shit not, i'm nah. not that my, you guys probably wear the same size i'm, I'm like nah. i'm 5'10 Small. i wear a size 11 and a half okay yeah, I'm and i'm 5'10 i'm not 5'10 for sure you're taller than me then you have to be because i'm not 5'10 for sure so i'm like 5'10 but like when you go to the mall and there's a bunch of mexican people there like short. fuck man like 5'2 i was talking like, to this really chick. like like whole families like i'm hovering over people sometimes and i freak Feels out like, like you're in yeah. china yeah i'm like damn <laughs> man i freak out like how fucking i'm like am i that big or just they're just so small no, i feel tosco small. next to people sometimes for that reason but like i was actually talking to a chick earlier about that she's like oh i like tall guys like my ex was six one i'm like well i am nowhere near six feet yeah you know and she's like oh yeah well i mean height isn't everything i'm like well yeah i'm like trying to like make me insecure about my height or what fucking bitch the did, fuck? you leave her? did you leave her i did i was like <laughs> fuck you stupid if you have too much fun this weekend and find yourself locked up? Don't worry. Liberty Bail Bonds has got your back. 24-7 service. Call anytime, any day of the week. You're going to want to remember this number. 956-381-5836. Located at 12403 Bail Bond Drive, Edinburgh, Texas. If you don't want to do time, don't commit the crime. But if you commit the crime, call them anytime. Uh, but um but yeah man i was just like man fuck that man i'm, yeah, I'm yeah. not tall i'm not tall but i'm surprised that there's people shorter than me still no you shouldn't be surprised man like i my my i free like the first time i met like my aunts and my grandma oh like, my, grandma my grandma was like was to like, my like, nipple yeah my like, grandma was I don't even that, well, yeah man. like my, my grandma god rest <laughs> her soul she just passed away like a couple weeks ago yeah, sorry, man. she was my like the tiny grandma so when we went to san diego she doesn't in tijuana she was the chef of the family oh there you go so when we we took i took my my daughter my son and my family to go meet him meet them in san diego at my aunt's house and i told my daughter like i'm just warning you like your great grandma is a tiny woman like was I remember when I met her when I was like, if you had to to give us like a foot, how many like, feet? Like like four eleven. Oh yeah, that's tiny. That's like if you're yeah, that's tiny like tiny hands. Oh, and amazing cook, dude. Like we showed up and there was just a table just full of fucking food, and my and my wife felt bad because well she didn't really feel bad she's whatever we went to go eat ramen <laughs> before fucking going oh. to go see them like she was where well, I was driving over there I wanted to go see my my grandma 
you know, there's a ramen place like on the way over there. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Thank God my wife's like that too. Like, hell yeah. I was like, fuck it. Let's go to the ramen shop. Let's you go. Know what I mean? Because if not, you know, what if we get stuck there? Because we're only going to be there a day in San Diego. So we go, we go downtown. We go. It's it, And it was funny because it was in the Italian district of San Diego <laughs> and there was a ramen shop around the corner. Wow. That's and, interesting. And it was really, it was really, it was really freaking good. And then we leave and we had like four apps and like, I had like two, I ordered like two different ramen bowls, you know, cause that's, I'm in, cause I do that. <laughs> try everything out. I try yeah. everything out. I'm in town. Right. I mean, why not? Yeah. And I'm in town. I, that's what I do. Right. So we show up and there, I didn't know they were going to have like this feast. And I just like manned up like, my wife was like, we just ate. I'm like, I don't care. Man versus food. And I just man. ate two ramens and like four apps and fucking sat down and ate my grandma's food like a good boy. I'm not going to disrespect that shit. Like, oh, yeah. I was just there watching her cook like, oh, these are like, she told me something about the beans. Like, these are like, she called them like thousand year beans or something. That shit was like. Milano. Yeah. She would like get the lard and fry the garlic and chiles in there and start smashing them in the lard like at a low temp. And then add the beans, and you're constantly smashing it so the beans get like smashed garlic, like super refried. Yeah, man, they were Whoa. so good. So they had like a really chili and garlic flavor in them. And I was like, fucking, I was like, man. And she was just making fresh tortillas and like pinche chingos of food, man. Old school style. I mean, she was she died. She was ninety three or ninety four, man. And she she was like, old I need to know that diet. Whatever she ate and drank, I need to know Mexican, that, bro. Like real Mexican food. See, that's what you I actually. Know what that's like what I was real, saying. Real, real natural, indigenous, fresh food. Fresh, just like just yes. like any other old school country. Just like any other old school. You go to the market, you buy the shit, and you make it the night of. You're not buying. They didn't have refrigerators. It's not preserved. You know, I mean? you know? like yeah, the preserve it exactly. is that, that. That's like what I was talking about earlier with Joelle's mom because I work with her in the kitchen. Uh, we make sides and shit, and and I, I told her I'm like, man, at home, like my fridge looks empty, but because I don't stock it with shit that I'm gonna yeah, be like yeah. that I could. Just, you know, like I, I go when I'm going to cook and buy shit and I bring it home and I cook it, you know, yeah, because yeah. I cook with with butter. I don't use like I mean, like my food looks healthy, but it, I mean, I'm still cooking with butter and yeah. shit, you know, yeah, with but, salt and, you know. Yeah, but who isn't, you know, you know and, and, that, and that's what I was saying Everything earlier, like, you know, I'd, I exactly like I'd rather just like eat the right portions i guess or try to eat the right portions yeah because it, it could be like that but just don't eat a million of them exactly you're fine like i i, I almost like ate fine. a whole can of refried beans yesterday almost a whole can it's like when you go get tacos like I you know, get four you get four know, tacos and a can, potato man. you're good because you're not eating like i can eat 10 tacos in a no I can, yeah. I can eat 10 tacos in a potato dude but you're getting four in a potato you're you're not gonna kill yourself. You're limiting yourself. Yeah, yeah. And, and that's what I freak out with people who are bigger than me. I mean, I'm two fifty, and I'm a chef, and I can fucking eat, man. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? I'm like, how are you bigger than me? Like, like, like you you only eat fake food because even though like I'm, but I'm that's I'm all. A big that's what guy, it is. That's even though I'm big, 
I'm eating a lot of natural food every day. Yeah. Like, I cut vegetables, and I'm there, like, snacking on my vegetables in front of me. I love carrots. I love eating yeah, onions. Yeah, carrots probably, like, the only vegetable you know I, mean? I but, like, but, dude. But uh, in, my, in, my, in my kitchen, in my ramen, I mean, I got kimchi. I got tofu. I got cucumbers. I got red onion. I got pickled red onion. It's like I got Napa cabbage, bamboo shoots, always cut on my line, mushrooms. And sometimes I'm just eating that shit that's, raw. That's pimp, though. You know what I mean? But that's just like a normal kitchen for me. Yeah. I have a huge line full of vegetables because those are the condiments to top off my ramens, to cook my stir fries, to put in my fried rices. Yeah. But I like to eat that shit raw. Like, I pre-rose my corn, and when it comes out, man, I'm eating a bowl of corn, dude. I love yeah. that shit. So when I went to the doctor, they're like, you have gout. <laughs> and I'm like, okay. Am I diabetic? No. Do I have my blood sugar? You're fine. What about my blood pressure? You're fine. Oh, shit. I did end up in the hospital for like diverticulitis, my intestine, but because of lack of fiber and yeah. just and everything else put together <laughs> yeah. for years of abuse man yeah, you know yeah. what i'm saying and we're from the valley you know it happens man. yeah we, we come from the part of the country where it's the least cut in the world man. it's the least <laughs> cut and probably like the like least price and, yeah least price for <laughs> yeah, that you could, quality you I, went know, to, like, I went to san antonio one time and i'm like give me an 80 and it was like a 20 yeah i was like so i need like 500 dollars worth of coke <laughs> <laughs> go back please i need like 500 bucks yeah but no no like you know but like yeah like you know i'm taking care of myself now you know i still smoke weed of course because that's what keeps my that's blood pressure natural, down dude yeah my my doctor even told me what do you what do you do and i'm like why well, smoke weed regularly he's like that's why your blood pressure and you're fucking good man you know like you're and he's like your lungs you sound fine like you don't smoke cigarettes i'm like i've never smoked cigarettes like, Damn, you really? Wanna, never, ever? I never picked them up. I bro, fucking, I did. I, didn't I finally up. kicked it, bro. I feel like I really finally, it's been months. I don't, I'm not like one like, oh, I've been three months. You know, I'm yeah. not one of those, but it's been months, bro, since I've had a cigarette. And I'm, yeah. I'm actually pretty proud of that. So, yeah, no, yeah, no. Man. Like, I, I, it's, I've never liked them. Like, I would hang out at Club X, smoking cigarettes as a teenager. My cuñada would bring, you know, fucking cartons. Here you go, brother. And give me cartons of cigarettes, and I would just give them. I would just go to the skater and be like, "Here's fucking, here's fucking cigarettes." Dude. <laughs> and I never liked them. I just always enjoyed marijuana. Like, as it would calm me down. I like to smoke. I like to. I was always drawing. Even when I started cooking, man, I was like, man, I was always fucking high, dude. Like, so some, uh, there's a joke like, "Hey, how'd you become a chef?" I'm like, stoned. <laughs> Like, and I'm like, I'm serious, dude. My my, like, cousin, I'm serious, dude. Like, I bet I can pull it up. Like, right every, like every competition that I know that I've won, almost all of them, I've smoked weed. Like this past time, we won grand champion for the Paez, right? I was fucking smoking out before the competition. Like, you know, what <laughs> I mean, like, calm my nerves down. I'm about to go into competition. Hey, man, a lot of the greats, um, they do that, man. Like, I, I dated a girl who would try to shit on on me smoking and i'm like dude like if you only knew how i smoked back then like yeah you John would appreciate it's called johnny blunt exact for a reason you know like yeah. come on man i mean so like now like i, I it's literally medication dog like i'm yeah. just medicating me, myself me, me to too. get through the day and my doctor was even like yeah man you're cool dude it's just you, your gout's out of control because you ate like that and I'm like, okay, well, I'll just call. So, that what down. exactly is gout? Because now I, I fear that uh, I might have that or get it's it. It's the worst <laughs> thing, man. Like, it fucks with your feet. Right? Gout, it fucks with joints. So it, joints. it, it depends on the person. It affects my feet. So gout is like when you have high levels of uric acid. 
Mm-hmm. And uric acid comes from something called purine, which is in a lot of food, even spinach, chicken, everything has fucking purine. It's a lot. There's a lot of foods that are high in purines, and it's fucking like you're supposed to be like four percent purine uh, purine levels in your body. I was like at fourteen. So is that so, why most people go vegan then? So I don't know. I mean, <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not. I'm not that much of an asshole, right? <laughs> no, but but when it hits, man, it's not a fun dude you can't it's you so uric acid uric acid turns into crystal it crystallizes like oh, imagine like, like so like stone like kosher salt flakes yeah and they get in between your joints and you feel them and they're just tearing you apart even if you're not touching it i'll pass so you're my foot last time it hit my right foot and it didn't go away for two weeks and you can fucking forget about even putting a sock on dude Fuck. Sometimes I would just be like, finally going to sleep. So it feels like a really bad sunburn almost. No, man. No? No. This is, like, your sunburn at least kind of cools down. Like, But as far as, like, anything like, you know, Okay, okay, okay it, you like, know how when you have a real bad sunburn or a burn, it starts pulsating? Yeah, yeah. So imagine it doing that for, like, 20 minutes, 30 mm, minutes on end. Nah. You would, your leg is swollen. You can't even touch it. You and can't that's even, from food? You can't walk on it. You can't walk on it. Beer, forget about it. Don't I can't want even drink. I won't even touch beer yeah. because of that. From what I heard, it's uh, if you drink a lot of alcohol and red meat. Yeah. Well. Well, look at who you think you're talking to. <laughs> talking to fucking <laughs> punk rocker, the Jesse butcher, Garcelon. Yeah, man. I would eat fucking <laughs> giant steaks, and I mean, I've owned my own places for years, and I'm I'm guilty do, of I drinking do. anything and everything. Warm yeah. or cold, so I, that's why yeah. I beat you on that. Because you said as long as it's cold, me is like was like kind of is still like nah nah. I'm really trying to like not be a loser anymore. But anyways, it, it's that's not as long as it's like cold. Gentleman. Exactly, <laughs> it's not as long as it was cold. It was as long as it has booze. I didn't care, bro. Like you know, and that's horrible. What's funny is like you know I'm a sucker for fruity drinks. Me too, and I'm like, I hated I'm like, admitting and I'm like, that. And I'm like, n- not me. I don't care. Not anymore. But like, my wife will order a beer, and I'm like, I want a pina colada, triple cherry. And I'll bring it like, especially a pina colada. I'm like, that's my pina colada, <laughs> right? Yeah, they, I, give me a mai tai. I'm not gonna lie, dude. That's happened where like I was, I, I was I'll in, order the fruity drink and they mix it up. I'm just like, thanks, babe. <laughs> I was in Vegas, and they're, I'm like. You know, when you start, you know, asking for the chips, sometimes the the waitresses will come I'm, in this past. I'm like, give me like $400. I can fucking like, you know, $20 chips, you know. I wanted to go hard. Yeah. What yeah. do you play when you're in Vegas? What, a, what lot of hold them? a lot of roulette. Roulette. Interesting. You, you, I've never, I, I don't, I've never been to Vegas or on a plane. Yeah, so they're like, how know. do you afford all these dinners? I'm like, fucking like, I play blackjack and roulette and I fucking do really, really well. Except this pastime. This past time, I fucking was going. My was my wife's birthday on the thirteenth, so I kept betting on thirteen, and never fucking hitting it. But I kept hitting other numbers. I, I mean, I did pretty well. I did pretty well. I I did pretty well on blackjack too. I was fucking there playing. I fucking hit blackjack like three times in a row. And is it true that as long as you're playing, you get free drinks? Yeah, yeah. You yeah. fucking you just jump. Yeah, I've been going. I've been going for twelve years, like at least once or twice a year. Dude, I've never been. I but need if, to go. But if you don't tip, they don't come as often. Yeah, yeah. So like, if I'm if you're playing with twenty dollars chips and you give them a you give them a t- chip. What's they're oh, like they, so they a ch- that's a twenty dollar tip. Mm. So I'm just like I ain't trying to tip twenty dollars, dog, for a drink. No, yeah, no, but no, you know no. what? You want to show up to the table. You're not going to be the little dick. You know, you yeah. gotta you gotta show up like hard and shit. You yeah. know what I mean? I'm gonna totally be little dick if I show up to a table. No, in dude. the beginning, <laughs> the beginning when I barely started going, I was like, 
Give me like ten dollars, like, like like all pussy. Like I'd probably be like, you give me a hundred and act real cool about it. No, like like now I go a little higher. You know, it depends on the table. I I'll read a table for a long time. If, if I if if they're almost if, kicking you out before you start, if playing. I don't feel, if I don't like, feel hey, it, you know what, if, man? No, if I don't no, feel I'm it, going. I won't play it. If I won't, if I don't feel it, I won't play it. You know what I mean? I learned that over the years. You know what I'm saying? I don't know dick about gambling, bro. I I play hold'em. And I play it like if I'm playing Uno, like I just like to play it. I like to play hold them too and like sucker people. And like, I don't have that totally. skill, dude. Like the thing I is, try. This is the thing. I don't know how to read me. I don't bro. know how to play poker that well. I'm not a good poker player, but I'm the biggest fucking smart ass you'll ever bluffer. meet. You're a bluffer. And I'm a fucking bluffer like a son of a bitch. <laughs> so last time, one time we were playing with a bunch of chefs and I was going to fucking fight. Because oh, I kept, shit. I was like second in command and full with the chips, dude. And then we're all fucked up. And I'm like, and I had like all the chips all stacked up. And I'm like, the lonely mountain. Climbing <laughs> the, oh, the lonely mountain. <laughs> fucking almost started getting in a fight. Hey, calm down. Fucking, I'm like, sorry, I want all your money. <laughs> hey, man. And I'm like, you know like, play. I'm like, I'm like, this is the thing. I don't know how to, that I'm but this is, the, this is the thing. I never said I didn't know anything about the game. Yeah. I just said I didn't know how to play. Like, when you're doing the deals and how what they're called. The and blind. The, the blind. Yeah, yeah. I don't know any other thing. I don't, I'm not, I'm an idiot when it comes to that shit. I don't know why. Even though it's been around my life forever. You just probably never just cared enough for it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But I'll fucking win. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Just Once kind I'm of that here. beginner's luck. It really is a it's, thing, it, I guess. Because poker is fucking luck anyway. It really is, it, dude. It's luck. You fucking deal. You fucking Unless deal, the, the card reading dealer or designated but dealer but no, is but manipulating when, but the when whole thing. But when you're in Vegas, it's fresh cards every fucking time. That's what you think, though. How do you know these dealers uh, it's, ain't it's like... fresh cards, they, they man. They have to, yeah. I've seen them where they throw they them away. They have to. No, but I've seen them when they get rid of them. I've seen them when they get rid of them. They're like... They get the decks and they fucking get them and they put they open new decks and they put yeah, new decks the, all the time. Straight, they That's a lot of trees, dog. <laughs> yeah, but but, but it's because they start getting shaved. People can start touching them and adding stuff because yeah, they're little, reshuffling little, it. Little, yeah, that's why. Yeah, I've, here, I've heard yeah. of all of that shit. Yeah, I mean, I know it's, about it's it all luck. I do it. I, but even like blackjack, it's oh, just I have fucking an luck. Let me yeah. put this on roulette is luck. I mean, whatever. That is luck. Super luck. I Unless was, there's I some, some sort of magnet in there, I, it be, because some man one time control magnet, table, remote control there magnet. There was a table this there last time, and it hit red numbers like fifteen times. Like everybody was just like red, 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 red. Like putting like two, three hundred dollars on red, and it was just hitting red, and everybody was just like walking out with stacks. Like I wanted to get in there, but it was so full they wouldn't let you play. I was like, oh, I want to put like three hundred dollars, like. Red numbers so walk away with six hundred bucks. Like, what's like the most you've won? But but what did you put to get? One time I was in New Orleans and I was fucking smashed. It was we went for my friend Eliana my and my wife's birthday with my friends, and um, we were at Harrah's, and I think I started with like two hundred fifty dollars, and I was like, give me singles, like dollar chips, yeah. dude. Just fucking shitloads of them, and I don't remember what I did. But when I later that night, like finding some stuff and getting semi sober, like four in the morning, like we're at some strip club, like with everybody, and I'm like, I have like nine hundred dollars. <laughs> like what? I went like, I'll get this round, and I went like, 
big old knot like oh, I love it. and I was like where did I get $900 <laughs> turned into Jay-Z real and quick. I was just like here you go like just the 20s like just started going and then like falling and then we the stayed place. out so like I don't know how I got back we had rented in an armada those Nissan armadas like full I was like fucking <laughs> but I was dressed up nice like I didn't want to look like you know so everybody was all like, all like I look I look like this fucking like tattooed like fucking gangster like yeah. fucking my hair all slicked back uh, this guy's from Donna man back. I mean I'm all tattooed I was wearing my real nice like gold um, watch and my nice rings and everything, you know. You, Dude, I got a nice rare ring at see, the pool. Have you ever seen me? Have you ever seen me like that? Have you ever seen me? Hell that? no. Nobody's dude. ever seen me like that. No, I. Fuck. I don't think I've ever seen you. I think but the I, most dressed I, I've seen I like you is in your chef but outfit. I, but, I, but, I, but I'm in a different. T- I'm in a different city, like New Orleans. I want to look commanding. Yeah, I don't want to look like some like oh look at this little bitch. But you fucking. don't want to look like you're gonna get robbed either. No, but I look like the guy showing up with the fucking armada with the gold watch. Like that guy's gonna fucking shoot you. <laughs> yeah, or because, somebody's watching him and they're gonna shoot you. <laughs> yeah, but somebody's gonna shoot each other. Yeah, but someone's I mean, gonna get shot. But in reality, nine hundred dollars isn't really a lot of money. But I still. I won't. mean, you're talking to me, so uh, <laughs> I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like you know, but that's kind that, of a lot. That's the most I've gotten like oh shit you know what I mean like I, just like that like in a in like a in, like like free in a, like in a transaction like free money like I've won shit, a lot right? of money like, like spread out yeah but like in one chingasso like just not remembering like, like one night type just shit like, oh shit like it was almost a thousand dollars it was like nine hundred some dollars that's pretty crazy dude yeah yeah so the next and they're day, not even remembering how you had it and then the next day it, and I got and I got cool. mad at my wife because my wife was like ah oh, Jesse's just gonna stay at the table. Blah, blah blah, and her her and her homegirl and my friend they went to go gamble and do their stupid machines that you're never gonna make money on them. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? I'm like, and ah. that's because I I wanted to ask you how you feel about machinas, you know? But I I, I I fucking it's like takes forever just to win some money. It's like I'd rather just like put twenty bucks and fucking hit it, and then like okay, that's fucking like three hundred fifty bucks. Just like uh, yeah, sounds sounds about right. That's that's posse game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> it's like don't fuck around with the nickel and dime, man. Let's fucking move this white yeah, stuff. Yeah, because yeah, it also depends on the casino you're playing at and the minimum bet you're playing at. Like I've gone to tables where it's like ten dollar minimum. That's like the cheapies. You go to the machina roulette. That's my like, table. Man. Like you know what I mean. <laughs> and that's how I started when I was learning. Like the first five years was just like that. But that's I would win money. Be like, Dude, but the life. thing is, I would win a lot of money with fifty bucks. And get lucky, and I would go eat at fucking like Bouchon. I'd go eat at Morimoto's. I'd go to Tom Calicchio's. So like well with, spent. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I would win money, and we'd like let's go to fucking Gordon Ramsay steak at the Paris, you know, and, and eat a fucking hundred dollar steak, you know. And how was that? Delicious, dude. Why do you think I go? I go for the food and for the gambling and you know a lot of sex and yeah. weeds legal now. Like, oh, yeah. and it's cheap to go, dude. Like I've been going so long, I hardly ever pay for my rooms. Because oh, the like the the points. Yeah, yeah. like See, I'm I going, don't travel, so I don't know nothing about. No, this. but the thing is, the, the the okay. So I got lucky. Like my wife works for a plastic surgeon, and the first couple times we went, it was because he paid for her. So I just paid for my plane ticket. He paid for the he pays for the company's their hotel and their flight. So it's like if you bring your husband, we just they just I just pay my flight. So the first like five six times we went, that's how we went. But then they're like, hey, you need to get, like, rewards cards. Oh, shit. So we started doing it because I was always gambling. So I get rewarded for traveling? You, no, yeah, in Vegas because they want you to come back and spend more money and eat at the restaurants. Yeah. Because that's the name of the game over there is to have always have you there. You know what I'm saying? 
I don't mind. I don't really don't care. I love fucking Vegas. Why not? People always say shit. About, I'm like, you, you know what? You don't know the eateries that I do. Like, you haven't been to the restaurants I have. Like, I've been to fucking phenomenal restaurants. I've always had a good time. I had a homeboy that used to work at a restaurant over there. Always hooked me up. My buddy Elias worked for Jose Andres. Haleo always took care of me. Fucking China Poblano always took care of me. Like, fucking, I was a lucky bastard. You know what I mean? We went to culinary school together. And uh, so, even at that, I mean, even... He would show me stuff too. I'd walk in the kitchens. Hey man, you asked to go to the kitchen. They'll show you the kitchens. There was one time I hung out this one guy Scott Conan's kitchen called Scarpetta, modern Italian. And I told my wife, "Hey, I'll be back." This guy was walking by, I'm like, "Hey, you're a chef." He's like, "Yeah." He was walking in the back with some like food, and I ended up hanging out with him for about like, six, seven hours in that kitchen just because I told him, just because I told him like, "Hey man, like you know, I want to see what you guys are doing." Oh, we're making a whole shift. Yeah, I, pretty much, almost. Yeah, yeah. You didn't clock in? Huh, no, I just hung out with him. <laughs> and we made. They were making an oxtail rag, ragu, and then they put were putting in pureeing and putting in piping bags, and then they just had like these long tables. And just giant sheets I bet of pasta. The kitchens are huge. They're huge, dude. dude. And just massive production. So that kitchen was for two of those restaurants that were next to each other. One's modern Italian, one was like old school Italian. So I helped them make and pipe in like all these orders of like oxtail ravioli. Like you should have clocked you're, in. You're, dude. you're just you're just <laughs> piping in. Well, I'll tell you about that. So we, I, I I'm it. piping in like all this oxtail ravioli. They're showing me how they make like massive like amounts of ravioli. Like just sheets long like like human sheets. machines just yeah just popping out shitloads of them you know what i mean and that's doing awesome. it again and then they show me all the and then they showed me how to make uh you know what demi gloss is no demi gloss is like a french um sauce that you make out of veal bones it's very expensive veal bones wine tomato celery carrot onion you make a stock of veal bones and then you fucking reduce it until it's like gelatin so that's the sauce, but they, that's they a were, lot of heat. So for they were, a long they were time then. no, it's super low heat. It's super like two low days heat for like a two long days. Time yeah, then. okay. Um, I already, and I already knew how to make that, but then they were making demi out of chicken bones, a little bit longer, but it's like an eighth of the price because you're using chicken, feet, chicken, chicken yeah. backs. Never seen that before. So when I came back, like I learned all this stuff. So then later that night, I'm like, oh, you know what? I want to come to the old school Italian restaurant with my wife. My wife was over there asleep on the couch. And I'm like, oh, yeah, come tonight. So we ended up, like, going, and they fucking took care of me. Like, they're like, oh, yeah, that's the guy that came and helped us earlier. Don't worry about it. I ordered the oxtail ravioli. They fucking put, like, Italian white truffles, at least, like, $100 worth of truffles on top. And then, like, fucking badass pizza. They just started sending me out food. They're like, oh, yeah, he came and helped out earlier just because he wanted to. And they're like, oh, don't worry about anything. Don't, like, we just left, like, by, like, a $150 tip. They're like, they didn't even fucking charge me. Just for asking. Just for asking. But that, but that, that's like I said earlier. What are you? How? What did I say? If you don't fucking, if you don't ask, if you, if you don't, don't get talk, up, if man. you don't get up, then you nothing's gonna happen. So I always try to do that every time I go somewhere. It's you like I mean? my uh, when yeah, I put myself in situations that are gonna that are gonna affect me and like help me later. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So like, I learn like, like all this stuff about pasta. Like in a couple hours, like this is the machines. This is how we do it. This is the type of flours we use. We use like duck egg yolks and regular egg yolks, like different shit like that. Yeah. Yeah, the um, I had a manager Bob, who told me he's like, hey man, like closed mouths don't get fed, bro. He's yeah. like, you you want to learn, speak up. Ask you want to know how to do that? Questions. Yeah. He's like, and that was another thing. He's like, there's no such thing as a dumb question. Yeah. Unless he's you're like, unless you're dumb. I mean, unless you're a fucking slacker, <laughs> yeah, you know. Yeah. I mean, but I mean, for the most part, if you're asking, that's already like showing that 
that initiative that, I, that I, and that. that's because i just asked the guy like i just want to see your kitchen you know what i mean i'm gonna go ask that everywhere I, I've maybe seen i get a free meal i've, I've, asked, I've asked like several times like when i'm really interested i'll ask you know like bouchon thomas keller at the venetian on the 10th floor like show me the kitchen the last time the last kitchen i saw was uh and are all the kitchens pretty fairly big yeah because that's like them, yeah. a fantasy like like bro. the first time we went this was like i mean i'm talking about this is like 13 years 14 years ago like bobby flay had a restaurant mesa grill at the caesars and we we ate there and i mean i'm still like 26 or 27 or some shit whatever and uh I told so him, like fifty can I, years can ago, I, can I seek? Yeah, eighty-eight years. Ago. Eighty-eight years. I mean, do you know what? You know, I broke my heart because I went this last time, and he changed the restaurant. It's a different restaurant. It's not Mesa Grill. And I'm like, oh man, like that's I like wait. a big boner killer, right? There. Yeah, like I really liked that restaurant. It was like very uh, Southwest. Um, they had a shrimp tamale that was really good with like a crema. Their burger was fantastic. We go for lunch sometimes, and uh, last time I went, they had a steak with like. D- dual moles like a fucking green one and it was phenomenal it was really really good and i was and it was just very classic but very southwest but very french technique at the same time and i loved it like it was so good you know people always talk shit eh, bobby flay whatever I'm yeah like, yeah i'm like go to his fucking restaurant before you open your mouth i mean he's bob <laughs> you you talk about him like that for a reason like he's he's bobby flay you yeah, know what i mean yeah, like yeah. hate the guy love the guy yeah, just He's like Bobby just Flayer, like Guy bro, Fieri, just like, like Guy Fieri, like you hate him and you love him and you love. You gotta him. love that guy, bro. I mean, you know, I was a hater for a long time. It's just a stupid I hated look. it for a long time. It's a stupid. But look. then I met people through like the industry, through like the competitions that are like really good friends with them, and all they did was just like, no man, like this guy has like the heart of fucking gold, dude. Like all he wants is for everybody to succeed. Like when you meet, he's him. like the you know the DJ I, Khaled. I mean, I've, of, I've never, I've never, world. I've never met him. But my mentor, like the ones in my team, James, he's he was on he was on uh, guys grocery games. He did guys grocery games. That's pretty. And when he came back, he was like, dude, like man, he was the nicest fucking guy. And then like his plane got delayed. And he told, him, oh, just stay an extra night. And they ended up like hanging out for a while. And like he was like, dude, they were super cool. Like just like, oh, you're stuck. Hey man, just give him an extra night at the hotel. And just like they let him stay an extra night and shit there in LA. And, <laughs> and it's super fun. Like they, they just told me. And my other buddy Pete Panini Pete. Uh, shout out to him. He's from uh, Mobile, Alabama. He has a place called uh, Panini Pete's and Squid Ink. Hey, shout out Panini Pete's in yeah. Alabama. Super fucking the funnest guy you'll meet. If we dude. got listeners out there, what's up? Yeah, man. Alabama's a great. I love Alabama. You know what I mean? Like, I would I would go open a restaurant over there, like, in a heartbeat. I love the people. Southern, man. Southern cooking. It's, it's, I love it's, it. Yeah. And, it, and then where they're from, it's a little bit different because it's coastal Southern. So there's a lot of a uh, lot of different a lot of oysters, fresh yeah. oysters, fresh shrimp, fresh stuff like that, which I be, like learned and love later. But um, that guy, he's come out in Triple D, gross, you know what I mean, and is became friends with him and did like the Super Bowl party for him with him at Super Bowl in Houston, and he told me like, no man, like he's he's really like cool, like it's all about everybody else, yeah, like humble. Yeah, yeah. Just comes back to that, man. You just have yeah. to be a humble person. And, you know, and I feel like I'd be the same. Like, if I became, like, a super famous rich chef with millions of dollars, all I would do would just be, like, give it back. You know? Uh, when I was in Austin, I was kind of fucking high and shit. When I saw Boy Harsher, and it was that night that the billion-dollar drawing, the lotto drawing yeah. was going to happen. And I went and bought, like, $20 worth of tickets. And, I, and, and I'm not a religious person at all. But I was like, and I was like, if there is a God... Let me win 
and I will give all my friends money, my family, like churches, you name it, invest the money and just keep it growing to give it away. I just want a little bit so, so I can be happy with my family. Be comfortable. And travel the world to eat. Yeah. Not for financial gain. Yeah. Just to eat all the food I want. Yeah. That's all I want. But I will give everybody I know that needs money all the money they're going to need for the rest of their lives and their families. Like, that's what I'll do with my money. Charities, my friends, everybody would get a million dollars. Everybody I know would get money. And and just give it away. I will. I wouldn't keep it for myself. Well, I guess there ain't no fucking god then. <laughs> and that's what I told everybody later. I'm like, guess what, guys? I was gonna give you all this money, but God told me not to. God said, "Suck." God said, "Your you and your friends are nothing to me." <laughs> nah, that's fucked up. I mean, yeah. I'm, I'm a literal. But have you know what? I, I you know what's funny? I'm religious. You know, I'm, I'm a know, faithful and I'm faithful too. And, I'm, and I am too. I grew up a Baptist man. I was homeless for a while. I lived in a Baptist church for a while. Wow. And I think that's why I got darker. You know what I mean? It yeah. happens. You know, what and, I mean? uh, yeah, that's exactly that's all, how it happens. Exactly, exactly. You know what I mean? But the thing, you know, I have my own relationship with Jesus and God. And that's uh, exactly what I say. And, too. You know what I mean? I'm blasphemous. Am I blasphemous? Cliche, but we'll, but they're laughing at me for it. Like I, I'm you, blasphemous as fuck, and you know it. And I'm racist. I mean, I mean if you see my racist, if you seen my ta- really you seen, not. If you see my tattoos, you'd be like, you're the bla- most blasphemous person. Like, I mean, I have a Bride of Frankenstein, Virgin Mary. <laughs> that's fire, though, dude. You know like, what I mean? Like, everybody's that's like, cool. why would you do that? I'm like, I wasn't Catholic, so it doesn't really bother me. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't raised Catholic either, so like, I'm about to My, my mom know. saw it, and she's like, she thought it was a Virgin Mary at first, and obviously she's like, oh, okay, never mind. My dad's Virgin <laughs> Mary on his forearm Looks like my daughter drew it, bro, and she's only four, bro. All so, old school beat up. Like, <laughs> all like pinta style. Like, <laughs> like, did they do that with glass and like fucking magic marker? It's a what? mosaic. Yeah, yeah man, something <laughs> like that. Yeah, it looks good from a distance. Yeah. They're like they they did the tattoo and they're like okay leave this towel on for like three days and don't take it off for three, <laughs> three days, days. No that, way I, that way I can get on I heard stories like that. somebody told me about, somebody it. told me about that shit that people would pretend a tattoo like in the like navy days and that they would tattoo and be like oh don't take this off for like days because then it's gonna get like bad and they would get all infected and they would take it off and the tattoos all fucked up. But they're like they're in a port they're already gone yeah like, you can't do anything you be like hey wait anything. don't take that off. Until you get home and I leave the country. <laughs> I, uh, my name's Sailor Gerardo. Right, it says like I love Chewy on it. Like what? Yeah, one story about uh, Bismarck back in the day. I think it was Bismarck or somebody. They were supposed to tattoo somebody like Echo in Mexico, and it looks like it said Ocho in Mexico, <laughs> and it was like this big fucking thing. Like oh my god! Like it's, it's el you're, pinche ocho. You're, you're fucking Mexican. And you, you still fuck that up. You still fuck that up. <laughs> ocho, ocho, and Mexico. Hey man, I I've seen, some I've seen, I've seen white people. Shit, I've bro. seen white people with that shit. This one, he was my ex cuñado. He had a tattoo on the back of his leg because he married he married my cuñada. It's all, and he, and he had it right here. Ocho and Mexico, dude. I'm like, calmate, we have a we blue, have a blue eyes. He's half German, half Irish. Last name's Schiefelbein. You don't get whiter than yeah, that, bro. Super, yeah. But he married. He's. That's not like that's not like Mexican Nordic, Nordic, Northern Greece. Greece. Her name's Greece. You're like it ain't even gray. Greece from you're just like Greece. Yeah, like hardcore Mexican. His his uh, shout out to his son. When like 20 years from now, when he hears this episode, uh, his son he just had a baby. His name's uh, Maximiliano. 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 Schiefelbein. 
Shifu. Master Shifu. <laughs> Master Shifu. Hey, that's kind of like Japanese now. Yeah. Mix it all up, up and he's he's but yeah, just I've like met a, I've met some like super northern like Nordic people before and they have like, you know, the you can't really say it's a different it's last just thing. Just like a bunch of a, letters mixed up. Yeah, yeah. I mean cuz I mean th- the thing is I I try to think differently than people like don't think it's different. It's just you're not from here. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like I I even had this Mexican lady from Veracruz, she was working for me. She's like the food's weird here. I'm like, you're weird here. <laughs> like, well, guess you, what? Why is there pickles in the burgers? Because Mexicans don't like pickles. They don't even put pickles in their burgers. Yeah. So it's kind of weird, like little weird things like that. I think how come this, and even how even come the tacos. Oh, here these like are that. these. I like these tacos. You try these tacos. She's like, those aren't good tacos. They and don't like, like flour and I told her, tortillas, dude. So at the, by that by like the first at the end of the first week, I just told her. Just make your own fucking food, then. <laughs> well, yeah. Like, like I don't want to hear it anymore. Like, think whatever you want, bitch. I really don't care. Make your own fucking food. And she would. She freaked out because I would make ramen and stuff like that. She's like, "That's weird." I'm like, "It really isn't." Like Mexico hasn't been around that long. Yeah, I mean, come <laughs> the, on. The Qing Dynasty has been around longer. <laughs> yeah, like I'm pretty sure ramen's not. Weird. And that's what I try to tell people, you know, because I mean, I studied food. I studied history and all that shit about food and shit like that to know, you know, as as a so I can know what I'm talking about. I don't just blindly go into something, yeah, yeah. you know, just like anything. And people say it's weird. Why is it weird? Who is it weird? Well, it's weird to me. Well, the thing is, America's only been around since 1776. I don't know if you know that. And all those other countries have been around for a lot fucking longer. The English language hasn't been around for that long. Yeah. The other languages have. Why is it weird? You're the fucking weird one. Eat the fucking food. Shut up, bitch. And shut the fuck up. (laughs) Or this is the other thing I hate. It's because my kid's picky. So guess what? Just put ketchup on it. I swear they'll like it. And I tell them this too. Guess what? I'm fucking picky too. (laughs) You know what I mean? So it's, it's like a... I, and I look at the kid. The kid will be there. I'm like, you're not going to eat your food or what? The you know, kid's probably like, like. And I'll look at him. Instead of, instead, of, instead of ordering with the, with the mom or dad, I'm like, I'll look at him and be like, what do you not eat? And they're right. going to be like all scared. Like, it's okay. I'll just put everything. <laughs> just give me an onion. I'll eat it. <laughs> but, but 90% of the time, I shit you not, they'll come back and be like, I loved it. Just like they'll come back and be like, that's their apology. I got, I got families that come back with their kids and the kids are like, no, just make it like that. Like they learn to love it. Stop being picky and just shut the fuck up. Because trust, in reality, trust the yeah. chef. You don't trust know. the chef, man. You trust don't the... know shit. I mean, honestly, no. I, I grew up poor, man. You better fucking eat the food, yeah. or you're not fucking eating. So when I got into cooking, I mean, like I said, I was poor, mixing. We eat nopales and shit like that. Good food, you know, whatever. But I never had the French stuff or the Italian stuff, and I was like. Mm, yeah i like this yeah so i just us, never i like never out was so like i never so i know. never like distressed from the like i was always like i'm just gonna fucking eat everything man like i'm not gonna hate on food because of it's another ethnicity like somebody actually told me once i like you were talking about like racist whatever I'm like dude i can't really be racist if i love the food from every country exactly and you know what i'm saying like there's no real it's like it's like soccer how are you racist and you like soccer it's like, like the most that's like the world. world that's the world, <laughs> yeah. bro. That's that's the world. And I sport, think about yeah. it the same as in food. Like, you want to be a chef, you you better get ready because people don't really know what they're getting into. There's a lot of criticism. There's a lot of hate. There's a lot of haters. There's a lot of self hate. 
there's a lot of self stress and just criticism criticism even into yourself you know what i mean like i've done myself where i'm like like i'm i'm just like cooking simple sides dude like you know over i mean not simple because i mean i didn't put the recipes together but I'm, i'm i'm just you know going off of what they want me to do and even then i'm still just like you know, when I have to prepare the noodles, are they good enough? Yeah. When, when I'm preparing the base for, you know, whatever, like, is it is it ready? Can I yeah. add this yet? Like, you know, and you can ask somebody else, but it's still, if they tell you it's good, you still come back and be like, no, it's really not, you know? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's just how it is. But that's cool, man. It's cool that, that, that you've found this love and have been able to share it with everybody that has had an opportunity to taste and it's like also the people who out, shared dude. with me that's what yeah. i thank thank for you know what i mean like there's a lot of people that in my life that i've met randomly even in between not even in a restaurant that have shown me stuff you know what i mean like i just, just tell, out, like having I, a drink sometimes like just, just to happens, figure out yeah. something you know i used to hang out with this methodist lady the one from far over here by the down from that school sugar there's like a Methodist oh, church. So yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, so there's a Methodist church there. And I ran into her one day and she saw me with my chef co and she's like, Oh, I'm having this festival. And it turns out she's like this old school, like she makes her own vinegars, her mother's for vinegar, she makes her own pickles, like she makes all this like old world stuff, mustards from fresh mustard seeds. And I'm like and I knew a little bit about it, but I didn't know like that much. So yeah. I just started hanging out with her. Like I would go I was working at the school, I would just like go and hang out with her, just walked like two blocks away. And I would hang out with her and help her make her stuff for the church just to learn that. Just to, yeah, yeah. Like, old man, like, making, like, these mustards with, like, apricots and habaneros and different stuff. And, like, making the actual mother's bases for making different types of vinegars. You know what I mean? Like, like they don't teach you that stuff in school. You know what I mean? That's, like, old world stuff that they don't teach so much. So, like, I was like, man, I'm going to go. I started hanging out with her for months, man. And she was like, hey, you know, like, thank you. And I'm like, no, like, I'm here helping you because... I feel I it's not like obligation, but I feel like it was just like a little mini calling. Yeah, like I'm gonna help this lady out, but and not really like I'm taking back anything. But I felt like I was giving more than taking. It was just for just knowledge yeah. to give later on. Yeah, because even all the stuff I learned from her is still not all uh, stuff that I busted out that I remembered. Yeah, you know what I mean. And there's a lot of that stuff like. Not everybody kind of goes with that stuff. You know what I mean? For like sure. Old worlds. I mean, like when I opened Spork, I was making my own mustards and vinegars and stuff like that, and I would sell them. But it was like after that, I didn't really find an application for them after that. Like though, because Spork was kind of a modern old world type of food. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. a lot of preserves and a lot of curing and different things like that, and uh, modern, but like I said, rustic, right? Yeah. So that was the last time I ever even used it. And I mean, that was like 2016. So I kind yeah, of, that was a while back. You were yeah. over there where um, I feel like it's hardly called on, upon over there by here. Dove, right on. Yeah, 10th, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I mean, like that was a very technique driven restaurant, but um, and that, that's where I got to bust out like stuff like that, you know. Yeah, I, I remember. I, I think I remember now that y'all only carry just craft beer because I think that was yeah. like the one of the first places that only yeah. carried yeah just like craft we only had like beer. certain wines and then we only had like craft Texas beers. Yeah, yeah, one from Spain. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, that's fire, dude shit man well thanks for coming on again dude we're gonna wrap it up uh do you want to plug in anything uh do you want to like put in any you know like butt uh, plugs or anything? any kind of pegging that yeah. <laughs> oh man just uh you know just thanks for having me and hell yeah man yeah man thanks again for coming on um 
can we expect to like see more of the music coming out as well? Yeah, man, I'm I'm working on a new thing. Um, like I said, it sounds like Motorhead mixed with like Black Sabbath. So I'm working on that. Hopefully, my brother will stay as my drummer. Um, and Who's I want to bring Cloud? back yeah, Cloud. Hey, shout drummer, out Cloud, you know, man. And yeah. um, well, we I saw a plug in. I guess we we have, we do have a show October 21st in Hop Shop in. Harlan Jim with, with 13 Victim, which was, I was the old drummer for 13 Victim. Yeah. And, uh, which, you know, Louis is still my homeboy. God rest in peace, fucking Woody. You know, still, yeah. I'm still actually friends with all his family. Oh, really? Yeah. His, his mom takes care of my kids. Oh, like, hey, she's that's the good, nana dude. for like ever, for like 18 years. That's awesome. She's always, you know, so I'm still really good friends with like his family and, uh, you know, they're good people and, uh, you know, I'm good to go to see Louis again. You know, you know, a lot different when he was like 20. But, yeah. You know, but, well, Aren't we, we all? all? <laughs> yeah, we all matured. I mean, when I met them, he was like seventeen, and I was like just turned twenty-one. Yeah, and that's when I started in Thirteen Victim. So I'm um, be forty-one when I see Ooh, him again. Yeah. Twenty years. Yeah, yeah. That's but crazy. you know, I I, I I give a lot of credit to them. So you know, for being the punk that I became. Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah man, that's awesome, bro. Gotta gotta give the credit where it's due, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly, oh, yeah. Exactly. That's actually something we talked about earlier. Yeah, always, dude. You know, you know, like I tell people, just be humble and just yeah, be thankful for you want you to learn. Shut up and sure. shut up and learn. Shut up and learn. Exactly. Just shut up and listen, man. Yeah, just like we'll, ask yeah. a question and then just listen. Yeah, just pay attention. You yeah. Know? If you don't like it, just leave and find something that you do like. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, man. Well, that's super dope. Something just spooky just I don't know if you caught that yeah, the light yeah, just kind of so yeah, oh, yeah man th thank you for helping there. bring the spooky back to my house yeah probably follow me in there yeah <laughs> you probably brought it with <laughs> the, you man the entity yeah yeah nah man well again dude thanks again for coming on uh, Oscar thanks for for yes, sitting in and you know always, always just chilling bro always man even though I'm just quiet whether you're quiet or not bro <laughs> I mean just just be here dog it's yeah, vibes man, totally. dog it's all good vibes here man yeah. and uh um to wrap it up i really don't have anything uh in mind so i'm thinking uh we'll wrap it up with what were we jamming to we're jamming put filthy fuckers we'll put some filthy fuckers filthy and fuckers. uh by the way filthy fuckers you will no longer find them or be able to see them live but you can always catch them on but they are from here alamo texas they are from alamo texas they are a local band they would come out and be like we're filthy fuckers atx yeah yeah 956 man. Like ATA austin yeah amarillo Wait, amarillo? amarillo nah man <laughs> but uh yeah so uh local band punk band straight out of alamo texas filthy fuckers from what 2002 yeah, 2004, Epidai, and those, those years. In those years, man. Eddie, and um, Migas, Eric Fly, John Rohr. Yeah, ah, man, rest in peace, Eric Fly, man. Shout out Migas. Yeah. Shout out to the rest of the gang, man. Like, yeah. fucking y'all. Really, at least for me as a young punk, like, you know, looking up to, like, you know, guys that were doing what I wanted to do. This was one of the bands that I also looked up to, as well as IFE. And uh, and I said I have Vina and I have feet. I have feet. I have feet. <laughs> Independence from Vienna. And by the way, that stands for for some of our listeners that might want to know imaginary floating vaginas. Yeah, yes, sir. Imaginary. Sometimes we would, sometimes we would just make up different names. Hi, we're I have V. Independence from Vietnam. Like just kind of like just <laughs> keep, really keep it going. But originally, yeah, imaginary floating. 
It's fucking stupid. Oh, yeah, man. So to wrap up today's episode, thank you guys for tuning in again and sticking around to the very end. We've got Filthy Fuckers, Don't Stop the Struggle. Filthy Fuckers, Filthy. And, uh, yeah, guys, just uh, cheers, man. Cheers, Filthy Fuckers. Cheers.